another episode of Block Talk presented by Theater in the Now. I'm your host as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, or Stitcher so you never miss an episode and leave a five-star review while you're there. And as always, follow me on Instagram at MichaelBlockTalk, on Twitter at BlockTalkNYC, and visit theaterinthenow.com for its news, reviews, and interviews. Cue the bagpipes. There's a coronation happening in Glasgow. But there are some out there in the fandom accusing RuPaul of a robbery. Sound familiar? It's finale time, and for the second series in a row, the kids have some opinions. It's time to break down the finale of RuPaul's Drag Race UK Series 2. Joining me to do so is DC's eyes and ears of COVID rule-breaking, Scout's Honor, and my official UK correspondent and real-life angel, Maddie Parks. Hello! You're so rude! <laughs> Listen, when I am on Instagram and I see Scout's Honor um, just calling out everybody not I haven't uh, adhering... I anyone. No, of course not, Club Zone. Um, I rate that. I rate that highly. Um, yeah, there, there, there's... Scout's Honor is making sure people are staying safe and staying vaccinated and wearing masks, right? Right. Exactly. Hero of COVID. We are still in a no, panini. Not calling out any <laughs> DC drag queens for doing performances, right? Oh, I don't necessarily... Con- I'm not concerned with people doing performances, but um, and getting up next to each other in a nightclub and um, before any vaccinations were even given out, that's a little weird. That's true. Oh, well, we are currently, <laughs> honestly, we are currently in a pandemic of and this is how they're acting. It's crazy, crazy. But soon, soon we will back. To, we will be closer to normalcy. Not back to it. We're not going to be there ever again. But closer to it. Um, I need to say that I am disappointed in World of Wonder for one thing, and that one thing is my Bing Bang Bong T-shirt will not be here until Monday, and I was so wanting to wear it for this podcast but oh my god i ordered it what the day that song came out they put the merch out and i was like i'm getting it and did it's it, five weeks later i still don't have did it. it ship from the uk or no it's from california. california i was gonna california. say well i didn't know if they had a u.s distribution site or not wow um i'm, I did I'm not, not associated with world of wonder here don't snap at me that's true <laughs> i i did not I did not buy the the beanie, the Bing Bang Bong beanie, because I was like, that's not for me. But everyone who gets one of those, good, good, good on you. Um, before we dive into UK, I do want to talk some spoil- spoilery things just for a hot second. So if you don't like spoilers, run away for like five minutes and then come back and we'll talk about UK. But the drag news of the week the ever-changing rumored cast of international all-stars oh who the fuck's on it and 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 why okay shall we discuss yeah right shall we discuss the current iteration of the cast i'm not saying a lot (laughs) so so from canada the rumor is jimbo and lemon I've heard that, yeah. Um, Which, that seems, like, really good. Just, like, if you're going to pluck two people from Canada that aren't Scarlett and Alona, 
complaining over nothing like you might as well plug Jimbo and Lemon because they can at least just be like friendly but also like go at each other right right so then in Holland we are taking Janie Jacquet which makes sense because she spoke the most English from the season and Envy Peru why are we putting a winner on why are we putting a winner on this cast I don't know about that that was one of the rumors that um, Scott I believe you sent me yeah um I I just read the Reddit, you know. Yeah, I just um, I just I just Reddit, do everything that they Reddit say is also do. telling us we're getting someone from Thailand. Yeah, <laughs> which exciting. Cool. I um, shit a brick. It'd be so good. I walked and honestly, in, there are so many girls from those Thailand casts that, like, if I walked in, I'd be like, "Come on!" Right. <laughs> like, like um, it's gonna be tough competition. And then in the U.S., it has still been changing. Manila Luzon mm-hmm. is an option. And who was it? Who was the other one? Monique Hart. Oh, I've heard um, about Monique Hart. There's also been discussion of Widow Von Du and Heidi in Closet. There was also discussion of Jujube. Don't know which of the this combination is going to be. I've heard the most about Monique more than any of the girls yeah. in the U.S. And then Jujube UK. Just, Jujube just announced some show. Yeah. Like recurring show or something. She's not. And UK, it's been bag of chips. Um, Cheryl Hole has been an option. Blue Hydrangea has been an option. Davina DeCamp has been an option. Um, so there's some iteration going on there. And I will say, um, I said Davina is, it, we all said we're going to be in sequester right now. I, Davina was doing her interviews in a hotel room. That's all I'm saying. I would like to point out that um, those of you listening to the podcast, Matt is just uh, biting (laughs) this entire time. (laughs) I have no comment. Um, Regardless, uh, whoever they're sending is great options. The options are very, very good. I may or may not know of information going on about it. It's interesting the way that they've gone about it, Um, but we will have to wait and see. Yeah, I, I, I am excited. Um, it's like, one of it, I've always been a big fan of like the real world road rules challenge and seeing all these contestants from previous seasons coming together and battling it out. This is what it's going to be. Oh, I'm yeah. really, really excited. Um, it's going to be so will, good. Lemon will likely go home first. Um, that's Lemon. okay. It's so rude. It's okay. Oh no, give her a chance. Um, but also, I, I will say, if Davina is not on the cast and Jimbo is, my theory that Jimbo and Davina are the same person still stands true. That's oh my God, fair. Um, um, I just think yeah. it's, I think it's interesting that Paramount Plus announced that whole, like, um, Queen of the Universe thing. That has, like, nothing to do with RuPaul. No. no not, not, not officially, but it is uh, World of Wonder. But from, from what I know of people who are associated with Viacom CBS. The show has nothing to do with RuPaul. All right, that's fine. Let but Davina DeCamp I want to know how many, how many drag competitions are we going to get this year? <laughs> Every single drag competition possible. Um, I mean, we still don't have official uh, release dates for España or Down Under, mm. but they are yeah. ready to go. They're filmed. Well, they they through the grapevines i've been hearing that they're already well they're filming um as far as i'm aware um they're filming international at the moment so right very 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 excited it just wrapped uk3 right 
yes, yes. they have just yeah. wrapped it up. They wrapped that up about, I think it was, it's been about a week and a bit ago they came back. Yeah. Yeah. And again, Reddit is running wild with some, some theories. And it's like, y'all really like, want Veronica Green to do badly. Has, uh, no, she's going to, that, oh no. Veronica, it's like, she's going to do great. She's going to do yeah. so good. I agree. Uh, Scout just changed uh, their uh, uh, camera, and I'm very confused. But you know, here I'm here for it. So I'm here for it. I bought this webcam on Amazon. It had good reviews, and every single time I've tried to use it, it has like crashed on me. It just like starts freezing and glitching. So I switched back over to my MacBook camera. That's fair. That's fair. Well, like we talked about international all stars rumors after the podcast is over, and there's we're not recording. We'll, we'll really dissect it, but um. Let's talk about UK series two finale. Wow. Wow. What an episode. I did not have as high of stakes as I did last season. Mm. Like last season finale. um, I was definitely um, freaking out the entire episode because I saw the writing on the wall. Yeah. This episode, because I was so strongly every every week of the podcast, been like Lawrence Cheney, Lawrence Cheney. I was watching it, and I saw Lawrence Cheney winning. It was very clear for me. Yeah, the fandom, the fandom's not happy. No, no, not in the slightest of ways. The I UK mean... had a very big response. Let's say <laughs> one way of putting it. I think it is just very interesting that this is they're like they're not two for two on the like there is like the crown queen and the people's queen <laughs> right oh just i feel i have i have some i feel some kind of way about the way that like a lot of people reacted from the uk to this crowning and it was fucked up like so bad and i felt even bad like worse because it was kind of like Lawrence didn't post anything for about like well over 24 hours and just kept mm-hmm. silent about the whole thing and it was it was horrific it was yeah. so horrible yeah it was it was not cute um I don't know if there's any way to fix the fandom because it's just out of control um but when everyone when the cast has to be like be nice don't send hate that's that's nice. not a fandom that's not how this should be working yeah i think i'm surprised uh, it took such a toxic view especially for this season right i think it's it's particularly with this i think is a lot of people to just like always think that like the overwhelming emotion of like the audience has like is going to at all affect the production of a show right and it's like like I understand like even like last season right being like a huge Davina fan and being like oh it totally makes sense like why would you not crown Davina at the end of the day I was like well it's a tv show that like didn't pick Davina right there's a lot more going on besides like just what like everyone I know is tweeting (laughs) now I watched yesterday last night the um I guess like the react live reaction of um the, the finale and Charity Shop Sue. First off, who is she? <laughs> Charity Shop I have the Sue same question. Legend. <laughs> She's great. What is she known for and why is she so camp? She, 
so she blew up on Instagram. She runs a charity shop somewhere down, I think it's down south thing. Um, but like everyone just started sharing her videos just because she's so calm. Like she's hilarious. Yeah. She do these like really cool, like um, funny, like mini um, like skits on Instagram for like 15, 30 seconds. And they were just bloody hilarious. And it just went viral across the UK. She like hosted one of the prides as well. I think it, I think it might have been London that she was there for. But like, <laughs> she's brilliant. She's so funny. And she's really like, the whole community is obsessed with her from the UK. Yeah, she she was fun to watch in this video. And then like at the beginning of this video, she's like, we don't know if which ending it's going to be because they've taped four of them. And I was like, four? That means one for Tace, one for Lawrence, one for Bimini. They taped a double crowning. Dun, dun, dun. Because there is also Reddit saying they, that um, they, on Bimini's uh, Instagram story that um, Bimini said that she was, and Lauren said they were glad it wasn't a double crowning. Yeah. So, first off, Taste knew she was not winning at all because she wasn't even the double crowning. Yeah. But could you, <laughs> could you imagine Sorry, if it was a double crowning? I, I think this season could would have warranted it. So my thing with a double crowning. My yeah, thing with the double crowning yeah. is it was very much like thrown away in All Stars 4 in the sense of being like, everyone was like, oh, if they didn't do it for Alaska and Katya on All Stars 2, they just won't do it. And then All Stars 4 came around and it was this like weirdly edited thing together that was like RuPaul couldn't even like come in to do like a single shot for the double crowning, you know? <laughs> so I think my thing with it is like, are. it's going to make anyone angry at this point because they're going to yeah, be like, ah, right. oh, this again. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I think them avoiding that was the best option they could have done, honestly. Yeah. So, but again, the fandom had a big voice when it came to All Stars 4, hence that crowning. Yeah. There's a lot of, there's a lot of, you know what? Rue Rue was not listening to the fans um, this season at all, but we, let's dive into it. This season or like, (laughs) or last season. Let's, let's dive into it. It's after the elimination. The girls come in in jubilation because it's a double save. Ellie did her first lip sync and Taste could feel her cartwheeling behind her while she was a fish in a frying pan. Um, Taste is now officially a lip sync serial killer. There was a lot of blood on the floor and Taste was there to lap it up. How do we feel about this double save? It is the exact same feeling as when they gave the double save to Mama Queen and Miss Abby OMG going into the Holland finale. I was like, Rue, I was like, they just want to be like, you made it this far. Us sending you home right now is just mean. Like, we'll let you do the thing next week. You know you're not getting anywhere, but like, we'll let you do this. (laughs) I mean, Ellie is so much fun, though, so I'm not mad. (laughs) I was surprised. I honestly, um, not being biased here in any possible way, but I honestly did think Pace was just going to win it, period. I was like, oh, okay. Like, yeah, I think she played it. No, I agree, oh, yeah. and and I and again, saving Ellie, I think, was just for the the fact of okay, you're saving Ellie, you want her to have an extra week, but there was no chance in hell Ellie would win the show. But do uh, we genuinely yeah. think Ellie was sitting there thinking, "Oh, I'm still in the race"? Yes, no, I do think so. Yeah. No, I think she, she did. Just... They both gave it. Them, I, I guess like, they're all. And Me really and twenty one also so I'm like, be that delusional. That's fair. The, yeah, no, she's twenty one, and I think she definitely twenty one year old me would be like, "Oh, I'm still got this." Yeah, 
Um, I mean, she's no Aquaria, but she, I think she still ha- thought yeah. she had a, a some shot, but like the records were set tastes in the bottom four times and lip syncing. Ellie is in the top with no wins as a top four finalist. Even though she tried to blame her for not knowing her character's name, Lawrence is glad <laughs> that Ellie is there. Lawrence was the first queen that Ellie messaged and she thanks her. Everything with Lawrence is done and they need to do it for Scotland and take the crown home. That was clue number one that something may be going on for Lawrence. Michael Block is the reality TV show editor whisperer. Oh, I totally am. I mean, like five (laughs) seconds of a TV show and be like, you want to see how this episode ends? Oh, it's it's because I've watched Survivor (laughs) since 2000 um, and and all these shows. Like, I, I love reality TV so much, but I think what I love the most is when the editors give us um, half-naked group hugs and we saw Ellie's bum. Oh, my God. Her reacting to Lord seeing her Almighty. ass was very funny. I think she was a little mortified <laughs> that that made the cut. Did she, didn't she tweet? She was like, oh, Lord, not my, <laughs> yeah. my bum on the BBC. <laughs> that girl has had so much of her bloody body showing this entire season, honestly. In- First the limbo and now this. Yep. Oh, Lord. I forgot about that. But I, I'm, I'm not collectively blocked that out. <laughs> I'm not mad. I love Ellie. She can still come cuddle with me whenever she would like. Well, would like to. But I can't believe she's like six foot. Lord Almighty, like how she's tall. She's tall. So oh my tall. gosh. Yeah, she's she big girl. It, it, but it's mad. They all want it. They all need it. They all deserve it. It's the battle of the home nations. It's the final. It's a new day. And they bing, bang, bong their way into the top four. Um, and somewhere out there, Ahura is pissed off that yeah. Ellie literally took her spot in this number. Yep. Oh, poor girl, yeah. poor girl. Um, I have not spoken to either of you on the podcast since um, UK Hun came out. Are we, yeah. are, we, are we feeling it? Are we loving it? I mean, I still wake up every morning and I just suddenly hear bing bang bong and i'm like oh fuck sake, ding dang dong do you clap for the bing bang bong uh, always. I, I like, my lentils are still tender i play <laughs> it very frequently and i'm sure at this point it's like one of those things where as soon as this like beginning of it comes on my upstairs neighbors are like not this again that's fair that's valid um <laughs> i for one day decided you know what I would like to use this as my alarm to wake up. Not no. smart. It 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 jumps nice. right in. Had all day. No, nice. not even that. It's it's scary. It will jolt you awake. Um, unlike frock destroyers, which is like a, a smooth ease in, and then then you let your alarm go because you want to hear bag of chips. This one, you're like, nope, I'm up. We're turn the alarm off. We're 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 done. I I didn't think that we would be able to produce something that could honestly, dare I even say it, outdo the frock destroyers, but this did it and i'm like whoa season three good luck yeah well before we get off of the bing bang bonging um have you seen the uh youtube video of the song with the winners edit the winners version yes with bob priyanka and uh oh wait no it's Bob no. Priyanka and Aquaria each doing a verse Aquarius. of it, and like it's oh, I've all, heard that verses. Yeah, so it's all smashed together, and it's it's quite good. It's very good. Um, but everyone everyone wants to do their version of it. I'm sure you've both written your own verse. 
my drag debut. There you yeah. go. So Bim has four badges. <laughs> Bim has four badges. Her back is killing her from all the weight. Meanwhile, my back is broke and I still have no badges, but that's okay. It's all right. Did you order one? Not the season two one. I have the season one. <laughs> one. So you do um, have a badge. I do have a badge. Not 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 for this version, but um, let's discuss Ellie Diamond's LED furry sleeve jacket. That I want it. Me too. Mm-hmm. But it's also, like a crop top, right? It's yeah, yeah. it's like a crop like sweater. I want to know why there's more rhinestones on her like Ellie Diamond jacket than there was on her like stoned on the <laughs> runway look. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a read. <laughs> she missed that the assignment. Jacket was gorgeous. It was, was so like, fun. Just worn that, girl. Yeah, I I love it. Well, they'll discuss it when they have their their lunch. But I feel we like get the that, video mess. Yeah, go I feel ahead. Like that jacket was one of those items that she brought, thinking she was going to have an opportunity to wear it in drag, and then was like, "It's got to be on TV. I'm wearing it today." Yeah. Yep. Oh, fully. <laughs> so I we get our we get. Yeah, we 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 get our room message, and I want to point out again one one line in here that really stood out to me. Only a drag race superstar knows how to save her best for last. So that, huh? Well, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Did I, that line really stuck out? Because it, I mean, everything was pointing to Bimini, but I don't know. Lauren saves her best for last, perhaps, but. When Rue says this in a video message, it's key. You have to listen. But Rue comes in, welcomes them all to the grand finale. For the final Maxi Challenge, they will be performing a remix to A Little Bit of Love with their own verse and a very challenging choreo. They will also join Michelle and Rue for a light lunch. A Little Bit of Love, we've heard before. Um, Yep. Cool cool hook. It's a good song. It's my favorite runway song since Sissy That Walk. Agree. Really good runway. Hundred percent. The beat on it is so good for all the girls going down, and it builds up so much more excitement. I would love to walk the runway to like that song over some of the other songs the girls have had to walk. Bring back my girls. Oh no! If I have to hear that again. Yeah. Um. But a little bit of love. We'll get to it later. But perhaps doesn't translate to a good song or making your own verse. It's. I mean it. They she made Super Queen work for girls to turn into a verse. No, no, no. Like... They remade Super Queen to make it work for the girls because <laughs> they had to make it an acoustic version because none of them could do it at the normal speed. Well, the normal mm. speed was like literally like they would have all had to do a bump of coke in the back first. <laughs> <laughs> and you're saying that they don't already? Well, how they get their energy for the runway? Rude, yeah. not Sharon. Uh, Tay says the verse needs to have self-love and fero- ferociousness in it. Ellie starts to work on her, shows Lawrence her lyrics, and when Ellie calls them all unraveled, Lawrence is like, wait, hold up. This is not a diss track. It's a bad bitch track. Bad bitches uplift each other. Ellie is just shady, or is Ellie unaware? I yes. really think she was just unaware. <laughs> like, honestly. Yeah, she is a shady lady. I think it was she very... Was again, without realizing. 
I just think that part of her fully realized like there was probably a very small chance of her winning. So she was like way less concerned with like, oh, this has to send like the perfect message for the song or whatever. And she just started writing lyrics. She was like, I, what do I want to say? I'm going to have fun with this. And all the other girls were like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> right. Um, sabotage. But yeah, it was, it was really, this was a really funny moment because she once she like realized it because when they called her out, she was like, Okay, I will. Yes, you're right. You, I, I yeah. still yes. felt that after that whole lineup situation. Yeah. yeah. Um, She's like, I can't do it again. Yeah. So Ellie then starts doing the name game with the word tartan. Lauren says the timing wasn't right, which is kind of ironic because the timing of the performance when I first watched it and second time was not right either. I can whoever did that just. I. Can I sync my videos to songs for five dollars on, <laughs> on like digital drag shows and get like three dollars in tips? Yet these people work for World of Wonder and can't sync a, a literal RuPaul remix. Mary, that hire was me. Atrocious. Like, like that person needs like to be a, fired. Distracting enough I that I didn't it. even know what happened. Yeah, you can't hear the words. You can't. Nope. I literally, listened, when it first came out, as soon as Bimini said her verse, I honestly sat there and I was like, shit. Right, I, I, thought, I thought Bimini was up. like off. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. they all were off. I was like, was oh, like, okay, oh, they really off. fucked up. I finally um, thought like, oh my God, Bimini's done so badly. And then everyone just started doing it. And I was like, oh my God, no, it's just the song. Yeah, it was quite embarrassing. But Bimini is feeling great because she knows she can perform. It's important for her to show who she is through her lyrics, she just hopes the judges will eat it up. Has a conversation while she slides into a split. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Lawrence keeps tossing sheets of paper away. Does she say the word shook? Is, have we heard her say shook? shook? She wants to use it in her lyrics. And I guess that's a big question for thing. her. I was like, I don't think I'd have her say shook. I don't think so either. Also, like, what would was was that more of like a is this does this match my personality or was it more of like what's it gonna sound like in my Scottish accent? <laughs> <laughs> that that's fair. That's that's very valid. That is a good point to be fair. So we are going to have a tic tac lunch because gotta bring back the um the 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 OG. Detox still bitter watching this every season. <laughs> Tace meets with Rue and Michelle with her jing- jangle jingles. Um, Tace had a big gulp of air, so she does not take a tic tac. There's no room. No room. Not at all. Not at all. She's on like a diet. (laughs) She feels amazing representing Wales. Uh, Like Michelle, I too did not know where Newport was. And we learned that is it about a half hour drive away from the valleys. Still don't understand that reference, but. I never could you know. I still don't bloody know. No, no. All right. Well, couldn't tell you where it is. Taste, you can you can you can explain it for us one day. <laughs> Taste feels like this will be a full circle moment because they will be like, "Wow, he did it." We then learn a little bit about Taste's family. Uh, her mom is this white. Moment. Yeah, her mom is white, uh, with three siblings who are who happen to be black. The Welsh people would judge them as they would walk down the street, but whatever. We learned that Taste's parents were together for a good twenty years. Um, her father used just to play in the casually, band Wham. Just casually throw that over. Out. So brushed over. Was that not the biggest shock of the entire night? 
I'm like I have to look him up and be like, who the hell? Like, like right. Joe Black going home first out the window. Veronica Green getting COVID out the window. Tase's dad is in Wham. Biggest shock of the season. <laughs> like no big deal. My dad's just like in one of the biggest British acts of the eighties. Uh, not, not not a big deal at all. And and on top Why of that, they not talk about it more. And on top of that, he was super supportive. Like, there was a tweet that was like, RuPaul was like, give me all your trauma. And Taste was like, my dad was in Wham! and supportive. <laughs> right. So, like, it, I, I, I always talk about the backstory being important to a winner's edit. Obviously, maybe Taste just didn't have a backstory for the season. George Michael is connected to her backstory. What are you talking about? Yeah, right. that's, that's quite a big one. And isn't it ironic that the finale song last season was... Um, yeah but yeah that that, this this was a shocking moment because i like had to be like that's that that you don't casually just say that they Um, brushed over it so much and they i was waiting for like more questions and be like wait a second wait wait wait, rewind what did you just say especially i thought michelle would be like hold up what did you just say (laughs) there 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 must have been more that was cut because no they couldn't have just been like Oh, it just was great. It was just like too too easy and too like nice. They were like, "Well, that conversation wasn't traumatic enough." <laughs> right. It must it must have been hard that your dad was famous, you know, touring um the world with, you know, wham. Tired dad. What a moment. Rue said most of the critiques were about her runway and Tay says that she needs to put more attention to detail. Rue says that she has changed since they started 8 months ago. Michelle wants to help Tace be a better version of her so her career can last. This was a whole kind of weirdness because they see some flaws in Tace's runway where I don't think we do. This, it to me feels like they're just looking for anything because they're all just like, they are all very polished. They all have their own drag that like they're presenting in a very good way that they're all just kind of like, flipping heads. Right. They're trying to get the smallest point and be like, okay, why they've decided to pick the one queen of color in the lineup to say you're the bland one, I'm not entirely sure, but hey. Right. Right. Yeah. Ellie comes in with her E diamond um with a couple stones on it, and I still want it. The jacket a couple and stones. Ellie. <laughs> Only a, a couple just a subtle tons of stones. <laughs> At 21, Ellie is able to keep her composure in the competition with self-love and confidence, which we learned that she got from her mama. She can make any situation or moment fun and enjoyable. Again, all this learned from the late little lady from Dundee who changed her life. Ellie is called out for her Ellie Diamond 8 count. Oh my God. I'm Hilarious. so glad that she said about her 8 count. It is one of my favorite things ever. Do you have your own personal 8 count? Absolutely not. Scout, <laughs> I mean, you do. do that. You do. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't dance. I, you're, you're correct. You don't dance, but I definitely see you do a version of an eight count. I have seen that. That is me mocking um, uh-huh. my Jan's- friends and sisters and and close and, duties and and <laughs> Jan and Jan Sport. Who? <laughs> that um, count um, is legendary, though. Like is the it? girls from Dundee know it. Um, I don't know. Uh, there's a queen from up north in Dundee as well called Miss Peaches. And Ellie kind of like helped her with drag when she first started. And I remember 
going to Dundee for the first time and seeing them all perform. And oh, the count! This one fucking eight count. And I was like, why do they keep doing this? What is it's, this? I was going to say yeah. the exact, exact same energy as... Uh... I was watching random strangers hop on the stage at Icon and do the same eight count over and over. Right. It yeah. is so good. It's 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 a thing, as Rue said, it's it's been passed down from generation to generation. But also I wanted to see her do it in a lip sync. That was my biggest thing. I was like, where is this eight count? Bring it out. She did also it. Good for her. She though. did it. Good for her for taking oh, something that's been passed down through generations and still being able to tack her name onto it. It's mm. true. Ellie says that her lowest moment was setting up the comedy challenge because in um, those girls head, let her I know eat herself up in Ooh, her head she could really do whatever she up. wanted but she didn't stop and think how it would affect other people Ruth says she was right to strategize Michelle says that was correct she says don't confuse being a bitchy person with playing a reality show game mm-hmm. they can be friends when mm-hmm. they get out yep. I mean I think we're all in agreement Ellie played the game did it affect her friends in a bit? Yeah, but they would have done the same exact thing. I just want to say that in that situation, if I was Lawrence and had like had the whole moment of like making Ellie feel bad, they would then have a shot of me in the interview room being like, I just made her feel so bad. Like <laughs> it would fully, I would just be like, oh, watch, I can, I can probably make her, I can get in her head. <laughs> like, I think that. I think the girls afterwards had a bit of a realization because obviously there's like the whole beef between like Ellie and Ahura, Ellie and Lawrence and everything like that. But like after Drag Race and everything like that, I mean, Ellie and Ahura are like the closest of friends. Yeah. And they are so, they're inseparable by the looks of it. Um, And Ellie and Lawrence are still really, really close as well. So I think the girls had a bit of a like, I think in the moment they probably were heated. I mean, they're all bloody stressed. Oh yeah. And then afterwards, I think probably watching it back, they were all like, oh, yeah. So the idea of them being eight months into this ordeal at this point. <laughs> My God, well, I, I, I just watched um, an interview last night, and I think Bimini is the one who said they did not have time to waste when they were filming this second part. They oh, did no. it in two weeks with one yeah, day off. It quick. It was sorry, mm-hmm. Bob. Because they couldn't shut down again. So, wow. But yeah, they, they, this was yeah. A de- definitely a very stressful situation. Um, but, but that also means your emotions one day are, are like you're gonna see them the next day, you're gonna see them the next yeah. day. Like, there's no time for you to decompress, and it, d- it gave us really good television, true, very, very true. Fantastic season of Drag Race, yeah. Well, it's Lawrence Cheney, she is 23 and she is just a baby with a huge, massive hairline. What the hell, Michelle? Um, I can't believe that was brought up. What the f- <laughs> she walks in, she goes, Look at your fucking hairline, look at your ha- like. I'm like, Michelle, whoa, whoa, say hi. <laughs> right. I've literally, I've gasped. I was like, did you really just say that? Okay. So <laughs> Multiple uh, times. Yeah. Apparently, it used to be a bowl cut, and then she needed to shave the sides to get Bring her hair back. and a wig. Mm. Um, wow. I, um, at 23, if someone commented on my hair like that, I don't think I would have taken it well. No, I would have. I would crumble. The, the literal rest of the shot would have been my hand in front of my forehead. Right. It's like, oh yeah, let's just have this chat now. <laughs> because like everyone's talked about Lawrence's hair throughout the season, but no one's actually mentioned it on the show. Also, is this no. is like the first time Michelle has seen it up close that she's right. like that viscerally like reacting. 
Yeah, yeah, oh, that was something. Well, Lauren says her drag has allowed all of her creative juices to come out. Her mom would sew her costumes when she was four, and it always starts with a magician's cape. Did either of you have a magician's cape as a child? I actually didn't. I had a like a Jedi cape. Like you would. Oh my god! I read that. Yeah. Um, she can go. From a short and stout man into a glamazon with big boobs and big hair, and that's the beauty of um, of, of drag for her. Um, how 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 tall is Lawrence? Do we know? Because if if Bimini is like five six, Lawrence is a little taller than that, right? I feel like yeah, I feel like, like Lawrence five, is like five ten, nine, five, five ten, five, yeah. nine. So she's about my height. That, yeah. that checks out. Let's talk about Scotland. Uh, as Lauren says, Scotland has been parodied a lot, a la Fat Bastard. Um, but growing up in Scotland has allowed Lawrence to embrace her sense of humor and be the Fat Bastard everyone wants her to be. Fun. I've, I've never been to Scotland. I hope to go to Scotland one day. It, it looks like a beautiful, a beautiful, gorgeous place. Um, absolutely stunning. I have, I have a little Scottish heritage in me, most, but it's mostly Irish, so I have to go to Ireland first. <laughs> go, go visit the Dairy Girls. Ah, oh, dream. I'm telling you, season three, I mean, we'll discuss what we our wish list for season three. I want um, Nicola to be one of the guest judges. Oh and my gosh, yeah. I want, you know what? We can have five people sit in one chair. Give me all of Steps. All of them. You know, you know all Faye, of them. You know Faye will definitely be a guest judge, especially because oh, yeah. of the connection. All um, of steps. Yes, I want all of steps to be a guest judge. Just like five episodes in a row. Sure, like I'll take it. <laughs> when they did a lip sync to a step song, I, I screamed. I think everyone I was so in the happy. UK yeah, screaming. And 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 now that the connection with Michelle, it, 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 it's going to happen. Season three, we're going to get one of them on. So I'm so excited for that. Really the girl hard. group challenge will just be like the top five versus steps. And like can steps you... will just replace them in the competition if they lose. <laughs> yes, please. Can, can you imagine a lip sync? Like I, I um, there are other step songs that I would have preferred to have been the lip sync. Mm. But what, what if the lip sync was five, six, seven, eight? Could you imagine? What would that have looked like? like? All honesty, um, and like, oh, just just any set song, just any set song. If if five, so six, good. seven, eight had been the lip sync song, Prince Philip probably would have died. That probably would have been enough to to shake the world and finally end it. I mean, he's on a deathbed as it is, so I'm not surprised by that. I'm not convinced he's. It's alive. all Meghan Markle's fault. No one is. I think it's just yeah, the steel rod. Meghan. It's like the Chuck E. Cheese animatronics, you know. You know, you know, you know who's going to be a guest judge next season? They're out of work. Piers Morgan. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Don't say such a thing. Thanks for joining us on Never. this episode of Block Talk. Uh... <laughs> I suddenly have to leave. I'm sorry. Bye. Yep. Oh, okay, my God. Okay. My internet connection is uh, I'm going through a tunnel. <laughs> We're going to end with Lawrence here, where she says she has no dreams of moving to London because Glasgow is where her heart is. And that will always be her home base. Well, now that you're a winner, babe, I think you're going to have to move around a little bit more than you mm. want. Bimini, darling, have wait, a she's seat. She's got $100,000. She... Oh, wait, never mind. Never mind. Wait, no. no, no. <laughs> Blame the Thank BBC you, for that one. Um, so Ruth said she was surprised that Bimini was such a racehorse because no one saw her coming. Bimini says that everyone loves a grower, not a shower. Exactly. Okay. 
Bandy said that during the break in her head, she told herself that she's not as good as the other girls, but she convinced herself that she is. They were coming back on a very important date for her. She lost her best friend and it was nine years on the day that they started back and Bimini was going to do her proud. Four out of five badges. She did pretty well. Bimini's what? done very like extraordinarily well. Yeah. The only the only one she didn't win after coming back was the design challenge, right? Correct. And even then she's yeah. still like she still she did, well. did fine. Michelle says the transition to her was during Snatch Game with Katie Price because the average person would not have caught the nuances. Oh my gosh, she did, she did Katie Price flawlessly. I keep, so spot on. Like, yeah. Apologies to Vanadu uh, for for like saying that I'm stealing this from uh, Bimini as Katie Price, but I keep saying the eyes of the nipples of the face like over and over. It's, it's, it was so like good. That, and. Uh, I've met so Katie good. Price in person and honestly, just bang on. Yeah. So good. Incredible. Spot on. So does that mean Katie Maybe Price just... will be a guest judge now? Oh my God. Could you? Ah, I, oh, it's the lips. I want to see the lips. I want to see the cheeks. I want to see it all. <laughs> oh. Or they'll let her do what, what Gemma Collins did where she was just bored out of her mind for two hours. Oh my God. Gemma <laughs> Gemma's just oh I love it next time Gemma's on Drag Race UK I would like the Snatch Game panelists to be her and uh, Tiffany Pollard <laughs> that would be gorgeous Bimini grew up being told she wasn't a creative person so she went to uni studying journalism she finished and said she was going to be a drag journalism queen. yeah journalism. I was gooped I did it not makes know sense. That. It, it makes sense. It does, the way she, it does make she sense. Talks. Yeah. yeah. Um, she says she wanted to be a drag queen, not a journalist. If you put in the work, you can achieve anything you want to achieve. This was another shocker, not as big as the Wham shock. But um, yeah, she knows how to sell a story. Yeah. It just was so, not the story that WoW, WoW Presents wanted. Bimini Von Bulash has the credentials to replace Piers Morgan, is what we're saying. <laughs> I, I mean, mindful I, the patriarchy. Simple. She knows what to do. Uh, I, I guess there, there are people also say they want to see Lawrence Cheney take that spot. Oh my god! I was laughing because on the like on the Drag Race UK um like BBC Instagram, they had like done the whole takeover for the top four or whatever. And Bimini's one was literally like, "It's a great day to dismantle the patriarchy." And I was like, "I wonder if there's anyone at BBC sitting there like." Of course, we have this on our fucking name. Of course, this is on our social media. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't get her to say anything else. <laughs> it's nope. true. We learned that she went through a period where she was quite depressed and got mixed up with a lot of drugs. And if she hadn't stopped, she wouldn't be here now. She's been focused since and found herself and found her voice. Bimini does a lot of yoga, meditation, and Oprah, who is her spiritual guide. Um, I thought that was going to win it through. Uh, she's, she's yes, Oprah. Mm-hmm. Oprah, Oprah. Um, playing right into Rue's hand. It's true. It is true. Now, I want to dissect this whole segment a little bit more. What I got out of it was Tace and Ellie gave us filler information. Lawrence gave us a lot of the same, but still had the charm that Rue wants. Bimini was quite serious with subtle zingers. But her story seemed to mirror a lot of what we already saw in the Vivian. 
And I think that was for me when I said Bimini will not win. Interesting. Because we did see the Vivian talk about her struggle with drugs and how drugs got her to a place where she needed to get out of it. And now she's sober and had friends deal with situations. So it was very much a parallel to the Vivian story, which I found very interesting. Um, Because again, we haven't heard of Bimini's backstory until this episode. I think it's interesting that that's what you got out of the segment because I fully came out of that segment feeling like, oh, wow, they like really focused on how strong Bimini was in the second half. And like all they they did was just kind of like talk about like Lawrence being Lawrence. And I was like, but they like talked about Bimini winning a bunch in this in this since they got back. I fully came out of that being like, oh, yeah, no, maybe interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I and then agree to that to be fair, because like and, it is true. Yeah, no, and that, that's about. that that's what I find really interesting about watching an edit and seeing how the editors edit a story, because I came in with the Lawrence mindset. You both went in with the Bimini mindset. And we're able to we all see the stories we want. Exactly. Mm, it's true. It's it's very, very true. And that's kind of the beauty of what this season is because it wasn't an obvious answer. And I think that's oh, this, kind of exciting. Yeah, this season was like an editor's playground. There was like, yeah. so like no one was doing terribly. Like Lawrence came out of the gate really strong. Bimini came up as like the dark horse. Taste was lip syncing so many times, but killing every single one. Like the editors really just had a lot to work with. Yeah. It was the top, it was the top four that kind of like everyone ultimately was like, all of them pretty fucking deserving of this one. I don't know who the hell still gets it. Yeah. Jay Ravel's back and the Queens are thirsty. Um, they will be dancing with two backup dancers, Harry and Delvin. Um, they are 62. <laughs> Ellie is a 21-year-old and needs some loving in her loving muffin or oven, whichever you want, Hen. She, she was being mocked by the editors in this moment. Oh god, yeah. Well, I mean, to be fair, like she she was kind of just giving a bunch of just like like klutzy like do 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 energy. <laughs> so they, yeah. I'm sure they were like, all right, Ellie. <laughs> now we got you here for a week. Serious, like, I know. The other thing that happened in this segment that we it's very very important we discuss. Taste in the hair. What the she. What, what was that was mullet? The body. Why was that and... mullet? For me, I, I, okay, yeah, no. I will say, I understand wearing a wig to a rehearsal like that in the sense of knowing how your body moves when there's going to be more hair than just like your hair and being able to like understand that. But what she, mm. what the blue wig with the blue, it was, <laughs> it was a, it was an interesting choice that, I, that we haven't seen properly yet. Right. <laughs> it was, it was something. I mean, obviously, this, this London mullet is a, a, a trend. Um, Matt, are you gonna, are you, yeah, are you gonna do one? Uh, honestly, I'm tempted at this point because honestly, it does seem to be a reoccurring trend of both drag and just in general life. People are on the mullet scene right now, and, and you can dye yours yellow like Bimini. Stunning, done. <laughs> like yeah, dye it yellow as if it's just. <laughs> It was like a yellow dye in there at one point. <laughs> yeah, this this whole thing with the mullet with with taste, I was like, 
well, you are distracting, and now I can't focus on anything else because this is a thing. Maybe but, that's what she wanted you to focus on. She was probably like, don't, don't she. Watch she me. got it. Flop around the stage. <laughs> the last time Lauren saw Jay Ravel, she was crying. So now she's in flight or fight mode. Taste is feeling it and loving it. Uh, it's what she does. The stage is her home. Um, Lawrence, after doing the uh, chorus choreo, is fattered, fat and shattered. Um, this is again why we kind of love Lawrence because Lawrence is Hello. so self-deprecating that it's funny. Yeah, Lawrence owns it, and that's what I like. Yeah, fully owns it and can make a joke out of it and be comfortable with it. And I love that. Yeah. Um, She's sweating like hell and feels like Willy Wanker, but uh, perspiration will be her inspiration. Who's Willy Wanker? Oh, it's a play on Willy Wonka. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Got it. I missed that one. (laughs) I was like, is this a real thing? I was like, what what, what is Willy Wanker? Gotcha. (laughs) Got it. Mm Mm-hmm. So Wait, have, you ever, have you never heard the word wanker? Yeah, I have, but I didn't know if okay, like yeah. it was some I don't know. It never put two and two together. Yeah, it could have been like a British character from a kid's show. I don't I don't know. Oh my god. BBC would overthinking it. Overthinking it. <laughs> so I don't know if um Jay didn't want to do any more work, didn't plan anything, but Jay's like, you know what? Do what y'all want to do for your solo verses. Um, you're the man like, in charge. Yeah, you I would gotta literally make it look good. Be like, um, this is your job. Yeah, just totally been like, just, just do something. Do so like, oh, anything. Bimini wants to do tricks and stuff, but doesn't know if it will fit well. <laughs> um, so we see the split. It's fine because it's easy for her. But um, I'm gonna like I he 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 endorsed this the, the the tricks and I was like that's gonna be a hindrance I can feel it already. Hmm. I think in a sense of yeah, just being like oh yeah sure do your little like tricks and things without being like more explicit about like when and like how they should be like that space yeah that's the problem. Um, because th- when we get to the final lip sync, we'll discuss the tricks and being in weird places, but. Ellie has a story plan. She knows the character she's going to play. She's got every fantasy in the world, and she's ready to kill it. Um, Jay loves Lawrence's lyrics, and Jay says, how would you carry on? And Lawrence doesn't know. She doesn't do choreo. And then you see Ellie cheering from the sidelines and um, like watching Lawrence figure out how to do this beat. And Ellie's smile after like saying she knows um, was simply adorable. Um, it was really a true moment of friendship between the two of them. Uh, but now Lawrence Cheney might be a dancer extraordinaire because she can move her arms. The world is her oyster now. That, true. Yet another, yet another threat. Mm-hmm. Tace and the wig are fully down for whatever Jay wants, and Tace needs to give it her all. Bimini says that she sees Tace perform all the time, and this is her beans on toast. Let's discuss beans on toast. Oh my oh god. My um, no, so we need to just mention the fact that Heinz literally sent her her own personalized tin of taste of beans. He was giddy in that video. Yeah. I would have loved t- that was the happiest shit. I've seen Chase. 
And then on their on Instagram, the I think on finale day, they had um, like they a mock-up of all of them, uh, which I think is, is funny. But I have never had beans on toast. Scott, I'm assuming you've never had beans on toast. I had it when I was... Oh in london okay in 2011 and and oh. what what is your review of beans on toast and how is it so prepared i feel like at the time i remember it i remember being like ew this is gross but i was also just like a snotty teenager so i think i was like <laughs> saying it because i was like a bratty teenager from america and just being like oh this is gross i don't really remember what it was like i was just a snot so it's such like it's such an easy thing to make if you like if it, it can be any, for any meal it can be breakfast lunch and dinner what just, what is the not matter what is the, the proper is way like, to prepare it every I always, british person has like, the same reaction so clearly it must be <laughs> it's so easy all you do is toast your bread you can butter it if you want i personally am a butter fanatic so i will always butter it and then just literally douse it in beans done a little bit of salt and pepper oh so good now we have this debate on the show with like ketchup and mayo. Like, are those uh, like no, no, okay, no, okay. no, 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 no. no. So Don French is so wrong. Like, no, oh. I'm sorry, Don. You are like I don't get when people <laughs> mix cream? like a sauce with it. I'm like, eh. no, that's gross. <laughs> now to why me it feels like? Go ahead, Michael. Have you ever had? Have you ever had a like garbage plate? No, I'm not from trash upstate New York. <laughs> okay, so what that's the that? thing, right? So we literally, I'm from upstate New York, which is like the hills. It's there's, it's strange, strange place up there. Um, but there's like this thing called a garbage plate that is like a very big, like local thing. But it's basically just like hash brown potatoes, like ground beef, macaroni salad. Okay, like, now. Um. Like you were going in like an English mustard, direction, but um, now you killed it. This, yeah, yeah, like mustard. And you mix it all and, together. Yeah, and you like mix it all together, and it's just like very, yeah, yeah. That so that's the flop face. on a plate. Basically, it's quite literally called a garbage plate. So, um, is it nice? Yeah, hey, I mean, I think it's delicious. That's a lot of flavors, but shouldn't be. I don't, I don't get mustard on mine, but you know. So weird. But it's the macaroni now... salad adds just a nice, a nice touch. <laughs> yeah, I like creaminess. Good. Mm. It's now f- the final morning. It feels incredible for the girls, except there's one problem, and that problem is Ellie's trousers. Fashion oh, choices this episode. I Fashion choices again, again. The girls were packing in their hotel rooms, and they were like, "This has not been on TV yet, so I'm wearing it." Very much. <laughs> yeah. It's a panic um, part. They're just like, what hasn't been seen? Fuck it, I'm just going to wear that. Lawrence is aching from rehearsal, as are the others. Lawrence woke I was up about feeling to like... Say they all walk in the workroom just like creaking and aching. Yeah. <laughs> um, that must have been really hard choreo. Really yeah. hard choreo session. I wonder if because he just said like, <clears throat> do your own thing, if they just like went way too hard on like trying to practice their own little bits and things in like the hotel room that they woke probably. up and like, shit. They were probably panicking <laughs> from that. Like that Absolutely. Just adds even more stress being like, yeah, just figure something out. Yeah, do your thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Not so like the dis- finale. Yeah, no, nothing, not at all. The discussion turns to what they each thought about each other when they walked in. Lawrence jokes that she thought they were all shit. 
Ellie was gagged that there was another Scottish queen on the season. Like they both didn't know they were going to be on. Come on. Right. Yeah. Um, wait. What? Lawrence had already. Uh, I remember, like, right after the first week, Lawrence was on Instagram Live and said that she literally reached. I'm pretty sure she said she reached out to Ellie because she was going to ask her to do wigs, and Ellie was like, "Oh no, I can't do it. I'm busy." And Lawrence yeah, was like, Ellie "Oh, does, you're busy because huh? I'm busy too." <laughs> yeah. Um, Ellie was gagged. There was another Scottish queen on the season. She saw Bim and th- um, thought the hair could have used a little brush. She's not wrong. Um, that that first look was entrance look was incredible. I love that outfit. The like just raw like skankiness and the like over the top. It's so funny. It was brilliant. It was quintessentially Bimini, and I loved it. Oh. Ellie said Taste walking in the room was when the competition officially started, which checks out. Taste had worked with all of them before except for Ellie and thought the girl knows how to do drag. Bimini felt the same. She thinks it's admirable to see such a young queen capable to do all those things. Um, Taste says she can't do it now. She's 26. Meanwhile, I'm old and can't do any of it. So They showed Ellie's entrance look again, and I forgot just like how like good drag her Mm -hmm. entrance was like she walked in put together exactly exactly she's so talented for being Uh, so young the amount that she can do incredible absolutely incredible yeah ellie says bimini has outdone herself and taze calls her the front runner she believes she has proved herself and she has worked the hardest to be there um so that was really interesting that they kept that part in this final episode because i guess maybe they didn't know which ending was going to be put on Lauren says winning the competition will help people realize that you can be from a tiny place in Scotland or wherever, and you can still make something of yourself. Two Scottish queens in the drag race final, but her original mission is to snatch the crown. So again, editing wise, we have something from Bimini. We have a case for Lawrence. Nothing for the other two. Taste says that her biggest high in this challenge uh, is this challenge, and she can't wait to get out there and show the judges why they brought her here. The lowest low, like, Ellie's trousers. I think it's hilarious that Taste is like, what do you mean my highest high? I've literally spent the last two weeks of my life stressing about what lip syncing every <laughs> right. single day. Like, of course, this is the high. <laughs> Everyone's going home no matter what. Exactly. <laughs> The girls have gotten close, but at the end of the day, it's still a competition. The UK's next drag superstar is about to be crowned. Let's get to the runway. Rue comes out looking like she didn't know it was the final because that basic-ass brown moment and that jar and orange sun on her head was not the ticket. Hated it. I absolutely hated it. That's not a finale look. It was just so plain yeah i agree um, i was I agree. like you've got a finale going on hun did you did if you forget to back yeah i it's agree it's like yeah if, if you if the two of you want to like stay on after we record the podcast i can teach you what taste is hey <laughs> wow scout woo hold hold up <laughs> i have a dm from you honey saying that you like my style so i'm gonna hold you to this hold up oh, no 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 i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> i have the receipts anyways moving on uh <laughs> tonight it's only family we have michelle graham and alan um is there a battle of who is the better chat show host graham norton or alan carr 
I think. Oh. Because they both do basically the same thing. I think people, I, I think in a way, I think Graham Norton would probably win that one. Too bad. Yeah. You've got Alan Carr's Chatham but, but you then have um, Graham Norton, who's just done everyone and a lot of people watch it. They're quite Including equal. Tina Burner. <laughs> but um no i think i think they're both very very equal to one another but i think on like a larger sort of scale i don't know actually everyone bloody knows who they are yeah i will say as like an american who is i i'm a little more familiar with graham norton just because like i'm i follow pop like music and yeah he tends to interview like pop girls more often I will yeah. say, however, what like listening to the two of them all season, Graham is the one who says things that make me more uncomfortable. <laughs> I'm always like, Graham, why Just did you bit. say that? Like, yeah. Um, I mean, I remember when they tried to bring the Graham Norton show to the US and 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 it just didn't work. We we didn't care for that kind of format. And then um a couple years later, James Corden comes on and we see that kind of all the guests at once and Remember how James Corden played a gay guy and it was really bad? No. <laughs> I've chosen not to. Yeah. Selective memory loss. Yeah, that's true. Speaking of selective memory loss, let's talk about a little bit of love. Not this. Oh, this is so not traumatic. So I like the pink motif. Let's start off with that. I think it was cool that they actually decided to say, hey, girls, do something together one girl one girl missed the pink we're, we're not we're not there yet we're not we're, we're not, not we're not quite now. there yet um but but isn't it coincidental that they all had like a second pink look ready to go and we had that drama with joe black wait what oh what the hell so i That's we're gonna we'll, we're gonna dissect that shortly but like Probably okay, hilarious because cool. Ellie had that the whole time thinking I could use this, but it's for the final. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Correct. Um, okay, so Bimini starts her lyrics, and as we discussed, I have now watched it twice. The audio and video did not line up. Um, it made her look terrible. Obviously, really everyone else had that same issue, but I, I really, in that moment, was like, Bimini lost. Bimini officially is lost. Agreed. Fully. I was like, oh my god. How has she messed this up? Like how she looked. Like it, it, I, I will also say, like going back to them walking in the workroom, the girl looked tired. She looked <laughs> oh, like she yeah, was yeah. like, she's like, look, I'm doing it. Like I swear, I'm doing. It. <laughs> Did anyone else kind of notice? Because when that happened, and it was like, oh my god, shit, somebody fucked the audio up. I stared at her the entirety of the number. In some parts, she does slip up. The cario yeah. does. Yeah. It, you I can mean, see how exhausted she is. Yeah. I, I think the two girls that w- wound up like slipping on the cario the most were the two front runners. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's, it's so true. Um, and even the, just that way, that first opening um, segment, they, Jay had Bimini behind Lawrence. You couldn't see her. Yeah, that was rude. And they also had Lawrence in the shadows. Yeah, it was yeah. terrible. Terrible. But then we had the boys in the harnesses, which was a really beautiful touch. Thank you for that. Um, whoever designed You're that. Was, yeah, it was gorgeous. Gorgeous. Um, 
Bimini's look was almost like an upgraded version of her engine's look with better Bimini hair. Oh my God, stop it. I can't. Oh, stop poor Lawrence. The curl, okay. Um, but yeah, Bimini's look I, I enjoyed for this number. Um, I thought it should look great. I love those. Yeah, yeah, they all looked really cute. Overall, yeah. I think the verses and the music were not quite in alignment, even reg- regardless of the music. Nah. I don't think this was sometimes. a song to rap on. Nah. It just didn't but work. I also, I'm sure I, I bet they told them to rap it because it didn't have time to fully produce a like music sung thing. Like I'm sure they said this has to yeah. be a rap. It just didn't none of them were able to get the timing quite right. It all yeah, I mean it all you can production wise, you can all tell everything had a little less time than it normally does in terms 100%. of hundred percent. Um, absolutely Bimini's verse was not bad not her best and I think this was the same issue we had last season where you had this brilliance coming out of the the group challenge and then the final challenge was mediocre at best I have a question do we think they actually wrote the lyrics there or do you think they sent them the song when they were on break and said write lyrics in case you're in the finals and then they just had them do it immediately I don't know no, nah, like, I can't really say on either. Because I know in the past, like with um, season 13, those like the girls were told to write a verse for both Congratulations and Phenomenon ahead of time. Oh, interesting. Mm, interesting. So because, because that way they could just immediately sort them. They already had their verse for it. didn't matter which song they got assigned to. They were already already set. So I wonder if in the idea of like saving time and whatnot, they might ha- they may have been like, have something prepared ahead of time so you can like tweak it a little bit um it's possible but i always wonder that's my thing is i always want to know like the timeline of like the actual timeline of like when was this written <laughs> yeah did they write it yesterday or did they write it a month ago because i mean when, when, I, when i had when ago. i had honey on she she basically said like everything that you see in an episode happens within like 24 hours mm-hmm. um it is so stressful because like she was talking about her um yeah uh, uh, make the the um, design challenge, and she said, "Yeah, we basically only had like X three hours to make our looks." And then they said, "Go to sleep," and they're like, "No, we want to keep working, but they're not allowed to." So, yeah, they, very interesting. They have there's a very hard timeline, too. exactly. And and she was like, "Yeah, we could have we we had the option to have a meal break. I didn't take my meal break because I had shit to do." Mm-hmm. Yeah, starving artists, literally. So Ellie and her pink frilly arms were taken straight from Rosé's closet. Obsessed um, with that outfit. Yeah. Top to great. bottom, head to toe. And, and that hair. That love, love, love that hair. Incredible. The volume so, in that hair. Yeah. Stunning. Yeah, it was. So she looked gorgeous. Her verse was true to her, but again, nothing really special came out of it. Lawrence. Yeah, look. Lawrence had heels that did not match her outfit. Just want to point that out. They did look bad. Yeah, they they looked really similar to the boots that she was wearing for the uh, dripping in jewels outfit. Yeah, I have a couple of small style notes choices of Lawrence's in this episode. That being one of them. Yeah, um, not the best. Not the best. I'm not going to be the biggest Lawrence defender because obviously I am right now. But I think her lyrics were very strong, but a little redundant because they kind of match what we saw in the previous challenge. But, yeah, well, she won the previous challenge, so that's that is true. That yeah. is true. <laughs> Why reinvent um, the wheel? Exa- exactly, because it, 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 in a way, this is also a branding moment. And and whose name did she squeeze into her verse? 
Who's Michael? Michael, who's whose name? Whose name? Who's name? RuPaul's, Ru? RuPaul's Ru? name. Ru-Ru? Oh, yeah. The person making mm. the decision. Exactly. <laughs> Tace looked dynamite in that cat suit and pink mullet. Oh um, my god. Tace my friends this. made that mullet and Honestly, they have been doing like everyone's wigs. They're called Star by Vodka and bitch turned it out. It was that stunning. Mullet. Taste one every single aspect of this performance for me. Like hair, mm-hmm. outfit, the, like, performance. Racing, like bodysuit. Oh. Gorge. Oh. Her On lyrics her were possibly too. Mm. Yeah, no, I, I think her lyrics were possibly the strongest and evident to her story arc. And that's why it was a success for me. I will say like song aside whatever performance wise i would put taste in like top three or four of any rue girl ever in her verse she yeah. was he did it on it she, she honestly, did not miss a millisecond she was when great. she did that performance i fully thought in that moment i was like taste could win this if we're gonna what, judge this off this the finale like piece, she's won it I'm right convinced. this was the this was the Janie jk moment for me this is why she was in the final lip sync and it, it yep. Ellie was the yep. only one who was asked to step back. Yep, Otherwise, I think it would have been a top two lip sync. Mm-hmm. I agree. That, that, that. Well, can you feel the love? Is the song over? No! The eliminated queens come out dancing. I got goosebumps. And I was like so I, like... I was really emotional. I was surprised. I almost I started when they crying. It was, it was so amazing. lovely. I saw Veronica and my heart just dropped. I was like... All right. Let's 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 dissect this. Okay, first off, Tia Coffee said, "I will be you, RuPaul," and came out in Rose fucking show look. (laughs) She said, "Give me your fifty people to work on me. This is what you get." I thought that was an A plus win for Tia Coffee. My own, I will say, as incredible as it was, I still was like, Tia, how how have you still not put any sort of shape into your waist and hip area? (laughs) Just like one little, like an inch wide pad on Tia in that outfit would have been like, oh, inc- she looks incredible though. Yeah. I mean, so good. Also, it, Tia Coffee and big hair. Oh, yeah. Oh. Stunning. Um, stunning. It. So they stuck Ginny and Joe in the back because they clearly could not get the choreo. <laughs> you think? I fully, I'm fully sure Ginny was like, yeah, sure, I'll go in the back. Why not? <laughs> yeah. Ginny, um, there is a part where you see her, and I swear she did this on purpose, but she messes up and she's like, oh, wait, let me turn around now. Yep, yep. Yeah, and then there's a moment so where Joe messes up and like makes this huge face. It was, it was really funny. I thought Cherry Valentine looked excellent. Cherry always looks stunning. stunning. That is Bad. drag. Um, so Veronica, Veronica, I thought she missed the memo, but then she tweeted and said, no, 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 no. I wanted to stand out. It's a very pink blush and there are red rhinestones on there. She has got it through. She said, this was what they told me. This is what I did. And they still let me on that stage. But like, and it's true. She does stand out. Yeah. But like the challenge wasn't to stand out girl you were supposed to well i will actually never mind she didn't get eliminated so but exactly she deserved that i um, to be fair i will say like i'm gonna give veronica like leniency with everything like the only girl uh to have like a full bout of depression in lockdown is the only girl that gets corona like one rupaul was like fuck yes story 
but Veronica <laughs> was like, but also the, the, yeah. the shot of Veronica like hacking up a lung in the like Queens on lockdown special. I was like, um, <laughs> yeah, it was, it was rough for her. Um, did Ahura so just wear her UK Han look? Did she? It was very, very similar. It was similar, yeah. It was, I did notice this. It's, it's, a, it's different in the sense of like the pattern to it and it's way yeah. more like red tone to it. But, but the hair the I think was, was the same, yeah. 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 And then Estina Mandela was there. Yeah. I can't tell if she's wearing the same boots as Bimini and Ellie because they all look like they're wearing the same pair of boots. I think everyone has a pair of pleasers and they all wore it. I was, I was like, like is it, are they all like a size 13 heel and it's the <laughs> only thing they can wear at Rosé? My favorite thing on Drag Race right now is anytime they show the shot of Rosé's stand and it's just the exact same heel spray painted 20 different colors. That's it. Mm-hmm. It's only one shoe fits her foot. So the song is available for stream and download with a portion of the proceeds going to Comic Relief. Maddie, why don't you tell us what Comic Relief is? Comic Relief is something we do every single year to raise money for multiple different charities. Um, and we usually have, it's usually like Red Nose Day. So like when you're a kid in school, you'll go into school wearing um, like the big red nose. You've got Pudsy Bear, um, who's like our mascot for it as well. Um, and it's a huge, it's quite a big thing for the UK, actually. We always like, there's always a big TV show. I think it's on the BBC. I haven't watched it in years, actually, to be fair. Um, you would watch it like with your family. There'd be like music artists performing and you'd be able to like call in and they would like update you on like how much money has been raised each time. It's lovely. Yeah, it's, I always love watching the parody videos that they put out. Um, like a couple years ago um, with Mamma Mia, um, French and Saunders basically redid Mamma Mia. Uh, it was hilarious. Um, and then last year um, they did a, a virtual sketch uh, with the cast of Dairy Girls and Swersha Ronan, which I thought was very, very well done. Um, so I, w- is, there, is it happening again this year? When, when does it usually happen? We had Red Nose Day yesterday. Oh, yeah, okay. yesterday. Yeah, well, everyone was there like, you go. I was going to say, because all the, te- um, you usually find like um, teachers and school kids will go in all wearing the Red Nose for um, Travel Relief and Everyone was praying red yesterday. I clearly, for some reason, only got on my mode today. <laughs> well, there you have it. So thanks, RuPaul, for giving some money to something because you're not giving it to your UK queens. Yeah. She's giving her a flight to Hollywood. <laughs> Hollywood, USA. All right. Overall, a little bit of love. How does it fare in the scheme mm-hmm. of numbers? I think I think performance. It's only from when all the girls came out for me, because that was just so it great. saved it. It did save yeah. it. Yeah. Otherwise, this would touch. this would rank pretty low. Yeah, I think we're also amazing. now getting to the point where it's like we know the like the like girls writing their verse for the remix is coming the last episode. You know, right? So I think at this point we're all just kind of like, oh yeah, it's here. It's the song. It's the verse. Yeah. <laughs> The surprise isn't a surprise, especially when you already have a music challenge within the season and you have to compare it to that. But mm. I do love them. I, I liked the way they brought all the girls back for this one more than I liked the way they did it for All Stars 5. It was weird on All Stars yeah. 5. Yeah. 
this was just kind of like a sweet little moment just to kind of see them all together like it was lovely i agree category is final four eleganza extravaganza in honor of the runway even though i didn't get the audience to toot and boot everything we are going to play winner or loser winner or loser and we will start with bimini bon boulash look by ella lynch hair by ross kwan of course if i missy couture she is a blushing bride on finale night um not what i expected from bimini it's stunning i understand the story behind it but is this really your coronation look I think so. I think it's stunning. I, I like it. I think it's I love absolutely it. stunning. I also ah. immediately got the reference of like bridal look at the end of an editorial fashion show. Right. Like I immediately 100%. got that. I was like, oh, look at Bimini. Um, I immediately looked at it and begged that the train was removable because I was like, you are not going to be able to lip sync that, babe. I will agree with the like the the garter stockings were a little like weird to me in the sense of just like they were a very like eye level thing and they were the like least intricate part of the outfit you know yeah 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 um she was very stoic in this look in the presentation and i wasn't sure why and i think we already kind of touched on it i think she might have been a very tired young lady um Mm -hmm. she's done high fashion before with a lot more personality in it this just wasn't the right presentation and I think it did hinder a little bit, but I think the hair is punk. The stoning is exquisite. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm mixed on this only because I wanted more from Bimini and I know she could have pushed the boundaries even further. It's her style. Um, I know we just discussed the garters, but it's the finale of Drag Race. I, I think you want to be in something you're going to be remembered for. I think she will be for this. Like, I really do. I I think it was, um, I think it was a beautiful outfit. I think she looked absolutely incredible. Her legs looked, like, she's showing off the things that are quintessentially her as well. It's the punk vibe hair. She's got the elegance and glamour, but has that little, like, little drizzle of kind of sluttiness in those tweezers and just the the little stockings and showing off that much leg. I loved it. I also think it has, like, it's, like, very on brand with all the other things she's presented in the sense of it being like oh this isn't what you expected me to walk around like to turn the corner that's true it, but, that's very true you know alan reminds her she was in the bottom uh, uh was in the bottom week one First and now she's ever. Mm-hmm. he loved her performance with the splits and break dancing alan calls a runway ice queen and reminds her of a hitchcock blonde denali shaking at home <laughs> <laughs> Michelle loved her lyrics, staying true to her in her Zen space. The runway is beautiful and the course street is gorgeous. Graham loves the journey she has gone on from slutty football player to slutty bride. The only reservation are those pants you'd wear on a wedding day, question mark. They look like under a hockey skirt. On uh, this look, I will still, I will give it a winner. I think it's still gorgeous. Winner. Ellie Diamond, gown by Call Me Sophia, hair by Ellie Diamond, jewels by Dragged Out London, nails by Lunar Nails. The largest drag queen in existence. (laughs) Ellie saw the finale of RuPaul's Drag Race UK season one and said, if the Vivian can win in a giant hoop skirt gown with a baby rose colored hair, I'm going to basically copy it. Um, I think this was stunning. Sure, the the jewels were a little bit on the cheap side, but... (laughs) She just need a little pink and rose in that silver, um, but she looks like a princess. I think the way Ellie she's Diamond. The gown was beautiful. Yeah, 
the I way she floated down as she sat diamond part of her name that's that is that is true but yeah this no she's one of the prettiest faces as well uh, like it oh. was stunning so immaculate it's so soft delicate she looks like a princess yeah she really does she really really does i just the way that that flowed loved it i I think we all want to live have an experience where we get to sit in a uh, hoop skirt like that that probably also helps add to like ellie's sense of just kind of like ease through the competition and being like makeup is not a challenge for her you know so it's like yeah. She just sits down she and like it's like consistently oh, look, every single look she's done, <laughs> there has just been a consistent, just flawless she's effort with her makeup. Really. And she is so good. Yeah. Graham loves that this is the top four and is glad to see her and she deserves to be here. The performance was great with great stage presence. He thinks the look is Ellie Diamond in the final. His mind is boggled to know what she can achieve if this is what she does at 21. Yep. Michelle loves the two-tone hair and performance. She was shocked with the hoop skirt, and Ellie says it was inspired by Glinda. Alan loves that she th- uh, always throws her heart into it. He loves the Marie Antoinette look with the Claire's accessories. So rude. He did not have to say that. <laughs> He's Sorry. not wrong. This is the last He's time wrong. On, the, on the runway. Say Claire's accessories, though. Sad. Listen, not have to say that. Put a stone in those earrings and it looks 10 times more expensive. It was it was lacking. Overall, though, it was a winner. This look was beautiful. A winner. I think it's hilarious that the week before she said, I'm walking down the runway in the biggest hoop skirt I've ever worn. <laughs> and walks out the next weekend. That's this. true. That was funny. Lawrence Cheney, dressed by Get Frocked UK, stony by Kim Chaos. At first glance, I was like, why are you wearing your Diana rig look again? But then I saw the concept and, oh, yeah, you're gowning drag race. It's a very smart concept. Mm -hmm. Full frontal, Mm -hmm. you miss the racing stripes and it's hard to see what was going on. But once you see that stoning, it was insanely elevated. I personally wish the hair was much bigger and the belt was a little more extravagant or perhaps a little smaller. But she knows her body and how to work it. And you know what? The badges is earrings. Brilliant reminder as why she should potentially win. So good. She also, I'm sure, like had that thought when she was home over the break. She was like, oh, oh fully. Uh, mm-hmm. um, here's my thing with this. And this is like, I'm going to show you all the thing. I, why is one eyebrow purple and one eyebrow black? <laughs> I couldn't why? tell you. Why did she do that? I don't know. They were they were twenty feet away from her. They were not. She did a dark purple eyebrow and a black eyebrow. What is the reason for doing two different color eyebrows that are that close? I don't know. <laughs> put herself through all that extra work for what? <laughs> I don't. I know. never noticed that. Wow, interesting. And it's not even like she did like black eyebrow, purple eye over here, and then like switched on the other side. No, the eye is the same. It's just she did one purple brow and one black brow. Maybe she of, forgot. She was. She, I don't she know was why she did. I don't know. I do agree with you, though, when it comes to the hair. Like, I think the outfit, the more I looked at it, the more I was like, I absolutely love this. But I think the hair is the thing that throws me off. I'm not so fussed about the belt. I could see it being smaller, definitely. But she knows her body. Like, her curves are fantastic. The proportions of her head and up aren't the same as No, I think the hair hair. should have been a bit bigger. Definitely. Because I don't think she would want to 
wear a quote unquote pageant hair because she's not a pageant queen, but I think it would really help with the proportions, especially. Yeah, because she is really showcasing the proportions and big hair. Don't care. It's going to be good. So she, I I'm think pretty sure she literally referred to her like hips, her like padded hips as a like as a circle. <laughs> yeah. Graham said she nailed it in the performance challenge. She commands the stage. She loves the color palette on her in the runway. Michelle says her lyrics were fun and she lost her way, but she snapped back in there and that's what she loves to see. Michelle loves the nod to drag race and the purple two-tone. Alan says, yes, she was a bit behind, but she's next to Bloody Taste, who is a whirling dervish. But when people see her show, she is a huge star and they come for her personality, not for her choreography. Alan loves the Rue Peter badges are like an F you to the other queens. Bimini's like, um. Right, they, they cut right to her because um, you knew something was happening there. I, I, I still always love last season when uh, the editors were like, don't, Davina don't and, and the Vivian are da- dragging each other and they are showing each other's face. Oh, the Vivian, beautiful. when she says, like, I'm like, I'm the most like relatable or whatever person in drag, that shot of Davina is. <laughs> oh. oh, it's so perfect. I think not. I think not. Um, I, I, I think this is a winner for Lawrence. It's not the best, oh, yeah. um, but it's, yeah. it's still a winner. I think I agree. I win that. If, you know you if you know what shape looks good on your body and then you like tailor that to like make it fit a finale like good for you yeah and finally taste uh no designers listed at the moment but maddie you know who did the hair you think no i don't not with this one no i'm not 100 percent sure but i'm wait i've been waiting for this one because i'm curious of who designed it was yeah, I mean, she hasn't she hasn't posted it, a photo show yet did she, was it intentional the like r- connection between this and her promo look this is the thing because if it's the same designer as the promo look it's bang london mm-hmm. and i like i did think this when she walked on the runway and i was kind of like did bang make this but bang usually stones a lot more than this so i don't know yeah so this was taste through and through but this is not what you should be wearing for a finale, in my opinion. Um, I'm not saying you should be required to wear a gown, but there's something magical when you see a finalist wearing a gown for potential crowning. Yeah, she killed a couple Muppets to get all those feathers. Um, but mm. really, this is a full circle to see her do this black and nude look and remember what she wore for the promo, um, which yeah, I think ostrich. was a little better. But um, oh, yeah, it's ostrich, not, not chicken feathers. Um, it, it, it's beautiful, but it's not finale for me no i agree i don't i think it was a bit more subtle even in comparison to the design of the um entrance look like it's yeah. just it's i'm yeah. sorry promo it's just very i think it's like a dull down version same yeah. idea for me it's like the same idea as bimini kind of being like what are they gonna ex- like what is on brand for me but it's still gonna like look good this for taste felt, felt very much what was just like what's on brand for me and then, like, that was the only thought. It was, like, there was not, like, a what would be on brand for me, but then also have this, like, final twist to it, you know? Like, it does look good on taste. And it's, I'm Absolutely. Not, like, it looks exactly like what I would expect taste to look like at, like, a gala or something. It, like it was, However, like, she was more focused on what she would be wearing for the lip sync as opposed to what she would be being judged on. That's fair. Mm. Um, because I don't know if she would have felt comfortable lip syncing in, like, a full gown, you know? 
So it was just yeah. I just I expect I really did kind of like expect a little bit more. I agree. I just really did because like she's she's known with her bodysuit. Don't get me wrong. Um, but like I see the elegance from it, but it's kind of like that should just be. Is this taste or is this the drag race version of taste? Right. Oh my god, that was <laughs> at that vinegar was... strokes. Oh wow, she went in. <laughs> For what? <laughs> For what reason? Like okay, well just... let's bring it up. Let's talk about it. Okay, so what is the history between the two? Are they they are they are colleagues, friends? What do they know each they're other? What what London do we know? They both like... they both know each other. They're both London Queens. Vinegar is um, like Vinegar obviously is really really known from being on one of the drag queens from uh, everyone's talking about Jamie like right. she was really like there was there's been there's been like no beef between the two of them I think this is why it was such a big thing like I saw it happen on Twitter and like I could you could tell that Taste was even like really quite taken well, yeah. back because it's like Taste was literally yeah. like all right girl why are you coming for me like I've not done anything I don't agree with her in any possible way the way that she was kind of like we've seen all of this before at like brunch and everything like that no Taste has elevated herself throughout this um throughout this season and she did not have the right to come for her that hard but also, in like, the way. accusation of saying, like, oh, this is the Drag Race version of a queen. Like, yes, she got on Drag Race. She's going to bring her Drag Race version of her. She's going to bring her, like, bar clothes. Like, right. Better, I mean, like, what happens especially after. Uh, I know she might not have the same run on Drag Race, but. <laughs> especially after what we saw last night on American Drag Race with someone bringing a certain Drag Race persona and it not translating finally. Tina Burner. Mm-hmm. Tina Burner. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Graham says it was proper pop star in the arena, sexy and brilliant. He said he could feel uh, that she was like a million dollars. Alan could not take his eyes off of her as she was mesmerizing. He says it's like when Nicole Scherzinger wants to take the attention away from the other pussycat dolls. And then they say there are other pussycat dolls. Nicole Scherzinger <laughs> always being in the middle of a six person group. <laughs> <laughs> that's talent no, it, it just makes me think of the performance that they did of buttons and I can't remember which one did it but one of them just strolls down there's a full moment to herself and you just see Nicole says, fuck her. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> um, Alan calls will look sexy and titillating and love the dance of the seven wigs Rue says the way she transforms songs is magic and the key to life I'm going to give this look a winner because she still looks amazing. Is it the weakest of the four? Yes, but it's still a winner. Agreed. I think they all did amazing this runway. They're all like winners when it comes to the outfits, but Tasis was the Yeah. I can't ever think of a, I can't think of an instance where a girl came out and I was like disgusted with what they wore. For Literally. The you know? Like I'm Everyone's always like for right, finale, like, okay. I was like, yeah. wait, in general, I was like, but no, the, for a finale look. I can't. I was like, did you watch where I was what like, Candy Muse wore last night? But usually finale looks, I'm like, yeah, that's fair. I can see that this is like what they view as their highest like elevated drag. I am still going to say the best finale look of the two seasons has been Davina because that look was sensational. Oh, but she was 
she was she knew exactly what she was doing with that dress. She sure yeah. did. She sure did. It was RuPaul robbed the UK of that moment. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's time for the <laughs> what would you tell your younger selves? I really wish I had photos of the two of you as children because that would be really cute right now. But um, I'm sure you both were adorable as kids. I had oh, no yes. hair and I had a giant forehead. It was cute. <laughs> Um, what age photo would you, when RuPaul asked for this moment, what age photo are you going to send them? What's that? Wow, nothing has changed. <laughs> uh, I'm going to try and find one now. That's me. I would um, do like, I do like a baby photo. There is a proper, picture like, of small child. There's, yeah. there's a picture of me um, from when I was a kid. Um, well, I don't know if my mom actually knows like where any of the pictures are, but if, if we could find it when I was younger I used to uh like set up all my stuffed animals and interview them like I was Rosie O'Donnell um, mm-hmm. and I would there's a I would definitely send the picture of like of like Rosie O'Donnell Brady interviewing people, like stuffed animals I would probably actually it's literally above my head one of my photos I would probably do like baby baby me and it would look like that <laughs> Oh, adorable! I love it. Lawrence's he has a small chubby face. Baby picture. Okay, well let's 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 oh start with, with 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 Bimini. What would Bimini say to seven year old Tommy? Don't start dyeing your hair. People are going to dim your shine, but your kindness that you give to people, don't try to change that. Life will get better for you. What would Ellie say to two year old Elliot? You will struggle with your dad and you'll go through a lot of things, but your light will shine bright and you'll meet a lot of incredible people. Don't do them wrong. Stick to the yellow brick road and you'll get to Oz in the end. And then Rue asks Ellie why the Wizard of Oz is such a hallmark. And she says, it's the end. Her heart's desire was always in her own backyard. What would Lawrence say to the unchanged 10-year-old Lawrence? Don't hide yourself from everyone. Yes, it's from other people bullying you, but not everyone is out to get you. Cut your hair and genuinely relax and have a laugh because you're a superstar. The picture of the picture. Lawrence. They all died. It was so Maybe funny. Maybe the best thing I have seen in one of those picture frames on Drag Race. It was oh good. It was a good my one. God. It was a literal knockback for everyone watching that TV. Yeah. Uh, like, what? what? Yeah, it was so funny. Um, what would Taste say to six-year-old Taste? Love the outfit, girl. You're going to show McDonald's a really good time when you see them um, in a couple hours. You will be living your best life. People are going to look at you and think you're a little weird and a little crazy. Don't retaliate. Keep your head held high. Always smile. And when you get a bit older, watch some videos because no one needs two big, big fat slugs on their face. Not, not the best. Start there. The, 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 these were cute. They, they all had fun. They were um, very cute. Again, None of them None of them got like as sort of like usually see like the girls get very, very overwhelmed and emotional with them. <laughs> they were they think they're quite like yeah, <laughs> it's like my fuck like what do I gotta say? They were now? like they were like 10-year-old me. Um, I don't know. See, like drag. well, that's the thing. It's like if I'm tired, I'm I'm gonna be overly emotional. So I'm shocked that they weren't overly emotional, but the they'd next like question to, they'd have to reshoot me because I would just be like on the stage, be like, Well, it'd probably be smart if you start drag at some point because you'll get on drag race. And they'll be like, no, we need like an actual thing. And I'd be like, what that was my actual? What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> Why should they be the UK's next drag race superstar? 
Bimini feels like they've got so much to give and want to change the world and keep pushing the cell and celebrate the weirdness, celebrate queerness, celebrate everything that makes you different because that's what makes you unique, makes you beautiful and wants to make everyone proud. I thought that was pretty good. Simple to the point. Ellie says from styling wigs to making her own, uh, body to makeup she taught herself drag and without ever having to lip sync in the competition dot 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 except for last week when she slayed <laughs> she's really proud of that and glad to be standing there it's almost like she forgot she was in the bottom yeah and had to catch herself very quickly it's because she spent every single week going well i haven't been in the bottom yet right yeah. she knew her narrative and practiced the speech every week Lawrence started drag in Scotland and was never the best dancer, the best lip syncer. But what she started was with making connections and making people laugh and being that escapism for people. She wants to offer her drag as escapism to all those people. She wants to show no matter how bullied you are and how weird you look, you can do anything. She wants to show the UK and the world what she has to offer because she thinks she can make a difference. I love a girl who's like, I'm not the best at drag, but I'm good at people. <laughs> but honestly, I mean, we'll discuss the reasoning for Rue's decision, I think. But that, I think, is quintessentially why Lawrence is a winner. Because she makes a connection the way other queens this season have not. Don French was on it. She knew it. Yeah, it's true. Tay says, growing up in Wales, being the firecracker that she is, people have tried to bully her and dim her light. But she never let it get to her, and she thinks if she was to take the crown home, she can really handle the pressure and would love to go around the world to perform her tits off. But really, if she could, she would like to put beans and toast on the map. Branding, marketing, Um, you're going to get something out of it. She's getting that deal with mine. Oh, totally. Why didn't any of them say they wanted (laughs) $100,000? They probably did. BBC thought that bit. Right? Um, or listen, why can't they get a weird dress made for them like they do in Holland? A weird dress what... made for them. <laughs> I'm sorry, MB Peru looks terrible in that thing. It's disgusting. I don't know. Michael which, Block's over like, here. Like, like they can't just commission <laughs> Vivian Westwood. Like the fuck's going on? I, I hated that look on on Envy, and she wore it with pride, and she was happy to wear it. But you knew like inside, that. she was like. This is I what like I won. The Pokemon evolution line of like her winning dress and like the dress that the finale, like the girl wore in the finale. And then like, this is like more, more divots and holes in that dress. Yep. yep. Uh, yep. I do yep. sometimes think that the winning prize for the UK is a bit shit. And then I just remember you won a dress. Right. So. <laughs> okay. So on Survivor, the final tribal council is really your make or break. It's your chance to talk to the jury and prove why you should win. Michael, Sometimes we're talking the about ju- drag race, not no, survival. Wait, 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 wait. Matt and I are like, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Listen, what, I fucking re- what fucking recap are we race? on? <laughs> Sometimes the jury will take in consideration your entire resume, but if you can't speak as to why you deserve the win, you won't get the votes. I think this was showcased here. Bimini looked nervous. She looked uncomfortable. In terms of Survivor, she bombed the final tribal. Lawrence had such reality ease, so transitive property. And here. you could see that there was a connection with the judges panel that Bimini did not have. And I think when it came to deliberation, that was huge for Rue's decision. 
I don't so, think Bimini I, I of survivor rules. No, no, because <laughs> like, we, but like, did we not just discuss how Bimini didn't look as no, into her performance that. as she was on the yeah. runway? And she was very lax as day school as she was talking why she would, would win. And then you have Lawrence who was being Lawrence. And I think that's where Bimini lost it. I mean, I really think uh, this, it's like a Sisyphus moment for Bimini, right? Like she only had to work uphill. Like Lawrence, as yeah. soon as she stood out from the right, right at the beginning, it was really easy for Lawrence to like get through because Rue was like, oh, I love this girl anyways. But and Bimini had to like Lawrence go all the way up from the bottom. Right. And, and again, going back to the beginning of the episode where Rue said, save your best for last. I think Lawrence saved it. Yeah. I mean, so, Rue had loved Lawrence since episode one, and it was almost oh, yeah. forecast from the start. Absolutely. That everyone was actually like, Lawrence is going to win this. Yeah. yeah. 100%. I mean, they sent her into the workroom first. Like, how often do they do that? Pretty frequently. <laughs> Are you saying Candy Muse is going to win? I'm not saying she's I, not. That's not. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk about right. Untucked Jr. After no surprise, because they were Untucked already on Junior. stage, the eliminated queens are here in a second look. Um, producer, the producers are like, here, you have to wear this look and also come back and wear a second look, please. I mean, I'm not mad at a, at a no. drag race saying I get to wear more than one look. <laughs> right. So we'll, we're going to dissect them once we finish this Untucked Jr. segment. But Bimini feels great to see her season two sisters. Lawrence is nervous. Because why does sister have an axe? Cut to Ginny with that look. <laughs> Ginny is the meme of season two. And she I is. love it. Um, why does she have an axe? I Tina Tina brought it to her. Ah! Um, yeah, sister's so interesting. Um, but let's let's talk about what happened here. Veronica asked how everyone felt performing that final performance. Tay says it was it just felt good, it felt right. And having them there was a moment. Uh, Lawrence then says it's good to see Veronica and jokes that she was diagnosed with rat bite fever and they start singing that song because. Do you think any of the girls were like, Veronica, are you like, can I like, can I hug you? Is like... <laughs> <laughs> you Honestly. Would had, they would have had another test done as soon as they came back. So absolutely. Probably like, oh my God. Um, Lawrence thought that Veronica was going to be in the top with them. Um, so help them all on season three. Oh, yeah. Veronica says, now that she's back, wear a mask, stay safe, stop the spread, save lives. And I'm sure the producers told her, please give us a COVID. Don't go on vacation moment. to finish your drag race looks. Right? Oh, my God. As soon as, oh, it just, it just made me think of Boris Lemon saying it. And I was like, oh, at least I prefer it when you say it. I do have a question. If, if, the two-week quarantine thing was a thing that needed to happen. We know that this was kind of filmed in a span of two weeks. Does that mean all of them have been quarantining since the beginning? So they, like of, of this of filming part two. So when oh. they brought them all back, were they did they have to literally go back into a hotel room? I think they might have. But also because like they were all there the first both besides Ginny, but they were all still there the, the first episode right. back. Right, that's what I'm saying. So they all they were told you're coming, you're going back to a hotel room. Might as well use you as most we can. They just packed this entire Ooh. cast into like the floor of a hotel, and which also then begs the question: Did Ginny Lemon have to quarantine for two weeks and not even get that return moment? My God, I mean potentially not. Like Joe Black went back. 
because Joe, I love this, and this is my favorite thing, and I think that's really incredible. Joe went to support one of the knights in Brighton called Polyglamorous, and it's this huge um, queer event that happens. And it's, it, used to, it was usually like monthly. And he'd been there since day one. He knows people very, very well. He went there after being an, uh, eliminated in disguise. So like full disguise. Because he was dancing on the stage as one of the go-go dancers. And they recently spoke about it. And I was like, this is brilliant. That's so no funny. No one knew he was there. That's so good. Honestly. Well- Cherry hasn't been around much, but she wants to know all the gags. Ginny gets up and starts to walk off because Ginny, Ginny. What she says is that Ginny Lemon is a fucking icon and the world just has to deal with it, basically. She thinks she's the only queen to never be eliminated from Drag Race. And we cut over to Veronica. Um, Sister says she looks like a winner and Ginny says she's a win it. That's when shit hangs from your bum hole. Oh. She just had to throw that in, didn't she? She had to. She really did. Oh. Bimini says Joe going home first was a big gag, and then Lauren says which time, which was very funny. And of course, Ohora says one gag of the season had to be Miss Diamond's running order. She says this is a game, and they'll be friends outside of the competition, to which Ohora says, they will they? And of course, exactly Ellie's like, what the producers were mm-hmm. going to cut into the episode. Ellie goes, mm-hmm. fuck off, get out. Ahura says, when it comes down to the performance individually, she can't blame Ellie for her bleep bleep. And the other queens who were not there were equally mortified, as was Michelle. Tia says that they had a really emotional time and it was a really fabulous time getting to know everyone, even with the ups, the downs, the ice cream runway. She thinks they all would be extremely proud to be proud of everything they have done and my final question in this segment why did Estina say nothing she had like two lines she said she said a couple she of did? things that was it she said like um, she literally said like two small segments at the very end I think it was an agreement but no she doesn't say what do they just not like her I don't know I just don't I don't know like it was very. It was. It was bizarre that like she really didn't have much to say in it. I mean, I think like I could understand her just being there. Like, I'm here. You want yeah. me to be here? I'm here. Like, you know, like she won the first challenge, got sent home third. Like, got mm. brought back to have other like another girl voted to be be brought back in the competition. And yeah, it's hard. Christina, I'd be like, I'm here. You told me to be here. What's next? <laughs> it's true. Yep. Well, bring back Ruse Girls. Let's dissect the looks of the eliminated queens. And in this game, we are going to play all star or all nah. All nah. All stars or some stars. And unfortunately, because of how things happen, Cherry Valentine is technically the first eliminated on the season now. Um, let's talk about Cherry Valentine, dressed by its Monashan, hair by Miss Blair. Okay. I think this is what Cherry's funeral garb would be. Um, I think she was like, fuck it. I'm wearing all the two-way sequin in red and become her own version of like Little Red Riding Hood. The eye makeup was exquisite. It always is. The stones are pretty. I I really think Cherry Valentine got fucked this series, but I think she came back with a vengeance and looked beautiful. Even like Bob the Drag Queen after watching the premiere episode was like, oh, Cherry will be in the top four. (laughs) Yeah. I just 
that everything about this outfit is absolutely immaculate. That that gown is stunning. The hood moment. She looks like she just killed her seventh husband. I yeah. love it. She's like, really good at the makeup is great. The contacts. Yeah, Fish knows it how was... to fucking like just put everything together. She knows how to do it. Yeah, she she. This was exceptional. <clears throat> um, all star for me. Hundred percent. One hundred percent. Estina Mandela, no designers listed. It's high fashion. It's black and white, and the train is a very much a wow moment. The hat is certainly a touch only Estina could get away with, and I think she's beautiful. And this was her. Yep, agreed. I'll give it an all star. All star. I will as well. Yeah. It's very Janelle Monae. Yes. Yes. Very very that. Ginny Lemon, no designers listed. She walked right <laughs> off because that was funny. Um, Ginny so said, I'm contractually obligated to be here, and I found this in my wardrobe. <laughs> and I'm signature Ginny. This is an old lady, and clearly said, fuck the wig, and she is wearing flat fish on her feet. Incredible. Like come back from the allotment, but I love it. So Incredible. I... Oh. Um, Talk she about wore a Crocs. Queen. She wore Crocs. That her staple, though. And then she wore so these good. fish things. Good like no one else can get away with this. Good for her. No. Yeah. Do you think Rue had a conversation with her during um, the taping of this day? When was the last time Rue had a conversation <laughs> with a Rue girl that she didn't have to have? <laughs> exactly. Ginny, um, I love you, but oh nah, 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 nah. This was not nah, nah. All nah. star. That was incredible. <laughs> Veronica Green look by Veronica Green hair by wigs by vanity Um, confirmed she's on season three she said no fucking way am I wearing my best look now (laughs) Um, she's like Sailor Moon meets superhero meets the wig was basic she explained it as like a like a COVID like super villain thing on Insta or on Twitter Uh, and she was saying it was like the whole like she said this is not the last time they're seeing me on drive exactly no this was definitely her admission that she's on season three because she's not wearing anything good here um i don't know it was covid superhero with signature green um good way to wrap up this particular season but there's more to her story (laughs) we're not there yet i will we'll discuss that in a second but um yeah this i didn't love i didn't like We've seen so much better from her, so all nah. I, oh nah. I was just like Veronica, what the fuck was this? Yeah, yeah. It was just it was too simple for me. I do I appreciate a good Sailor Moon reference. Don't get me wrong, but it was just a bit nah. Joe Black, dressed by Philip Shaw, hairpiece by Dan W. Chapman, stoning by Aaron Sherbinton. Oh, so she is wearing a giant ship on her head. I repeat, that she's wearing the- a giant ship on her head. So that good. was as soon as. Joe Black walked onto that runway, winner of season two. Joe Black this won. is not what I expected from Joe, but it's camp and it's stunning. It looks expensive as hell. Um, yeah. One of the strongest paints she's done. Oh, it was for sure a moment. This was oh, so good. Absolutely amazing. So all, good. All star. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. The biggest all star of the night. Tea Coffee, look by Henson Studio, gloves by Jen Eneski, accessories, hair by Victoria Scone. She is unapologetically Stunning. who she is. Um, she is yet to cinch, but it's Tia. 
I like this dress had the right proportion. Yes. I like the mermaid gown with the shoulders exposed because it really showed just how elegant and tall she stands when she feels comfortable. Um, This is, I think the moment where Tia was like, I feel okay with myself. I think it's, I love that the, Okay, go she ahead. shot like the red gloves in front of a red background for the <laughs> for her Instagram shoot. Oh, poor, I poor Tia. She was wearing gloves. <laughs> I I thought this was so lovely. I thought she was absolutely fantastic. I love the touch that she's done, like a little like hint of her heritage and her background uh, with the fabric. Like Stunning. 18 feet she tall. Looked, yep. She looked all, oh my god. All star for so sure. Cool. Oh, yeah. All star, 100 percent 100 percent Sister, sister, hair by Dan W. Chapman, gown by sister, sister. So why does sister, sister have an axe? And who is she giving 40 wax to? Um, the blue mouth is back and her way of reminding the audience that it's her signature look and not that bitch of horror. Um, <laughs> I think she found a curtain and put it on her body and said, she's historic. Yeah. It's... I didn't, re- I wasn't 100% sure of the context of like the outfit at all, but... She Again, it's sister. She's, yeah. she's good she's at kooky with her outfits, and I appreciate that. She's good at telling stories with her outfits. I'm never sure what story it is, but <laughs> it's it's in her story. head. It works in her head. Um, yeah, she is she is something. Um, all nah, I can't. Sorry, I just sis. Don't understand it. No. Yeah, I I can't. I gave it an old star. All right, I will say. And finally, a horror. Corset uh, by Misty Couture, jacket, skirt, uh, glove, and boot by Ahura, hair by Paris Hair. Just the way fashion. she spun was fashion. stunning. Um, the hair is so much. I loved it. The way they placed the stones is stunning. The eye, the eye makeup is, it, it, it's such. Her makeup is so good. The way she used the color and the shimmer. And then the garment itself is just high fashion and really strong. Again, use of color and asymmetry. She knows how to dress herself. Yeah. I love everything about this outfit. And this is such a controversial point, but I'm going to say it because I just can't look at it. And it was the first thing I thought. I love everything about the whole look, but I love Paris hair. Don't get me wrong. The hair kind of looks like a little like cake sort of mo- a cake stand moment. Sure. <laughs> so yeah, I- yeah. <laughs> It's very like very like like landing spot for like a yeah like drone or something. <laughs> Absolutely. But like she looks great. I love everything. Like, slide I love the, the crown the over it. Yeah. It's just the hair was just that point of just the little like Yeah. It was... I was just like, okay. Overall though, all star, gorgeous. All star, hundred percent. We alluded to it before we move on. We need to discuss the elephant on the runway. And by elephant, I mean whatever blocks they had on the back rows stand on. Fucking Ginny and Veronica looked mighty tiny next to Cherry and Tia. Um, what the fuck were they doing? I don't get it. Like, they're it's almost like, like purposely trying to make memes out of it. Sure. It was yeah, literally like, it was doing. literally like, I think now, it's also funny because there's just like, this like very kind of like average size cast like it was a couple couple tall girls but they're all pretty much the same but then like they're like all right so you're in 10 inch heels and five inch hair and you're in slippers and a bus driver wig <laughs> um like none there's of them a wig there? at all. 
it was like you can't even say this was a covid protocol and you needed to separate them because they were literally sitting next to each other so yeah, i don't yeah. know what this was about so um funny. it was hilarious and like we've but seen them all well, how on else the would they have the sorted stage. it like short girls on one side tall girls on the other <laughs> no but we've seen them all on the back of the stage before it happened episode one so it's not like they didn't have space for it it was it was very hilarious I to look they, at. Like, very I think different they did that heights perfect. Yeah, I don't think they really had any other option. Oh, fully. So Rue has awarded each queen a QBE, a Queen of British Excellence. Imagine getting a fucking badge with RuPaul's face on instead of a booking fee. Do you think they can sell the jewels? Have you have you seen just to put it into context of just these badges and just go on Joe Black's Twitter and the zoom in of the face is. Oh no, I have to look at that. Oh god. Awful. It's something else. How much do you think it's worth? Are they real stones? Are they cheap jewelry stones? They're fear strike jewels. (laughs) Probably, (laughs) honestly. Based on performances this week and throughout the competition, Rose made some decisions. When she calls their name, yeah, right. When she calls their name, step forward. Tace. Bimini. When I said I was freaking out in this moment, I was freaking out because I was like, are they the bottoms? Are they, is Lawrence not going, what happened? And then she called Mm. Lawrence and I was like, okay, top three. Ellie Diamond has been eliminated and officially places fourth. Thank you, Roxy Andrews. Right. Um, This, this was, as we said, I really do think because of Tase's performance and a little bit of love, she was given a slot in the final lip sync. Oh, 100. I also can easily see them having planned on only having three in the final anyways and like having them all lip sync like for Canada, yeah. like they did for Canada and then being like, let's, it would be rude of us to send Ellie home right now. Right. <laughs> like she's, she's got to stay here anyway. <laughs> yep. The winner will get a crown and scepter and all expense paid to Hollywood USA where they will still, where they will start in the WoW Presents series of their own. Has anyone watched the Vivian series? How did that go? I didn't even knew it. Honestly, I didn't even see it come out. I think it's hilarious that they titled, they were like, oh, like, blah, 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 like the winner will get a show in Hollywood. And the show's name is The Vivian Takes Hollywood. Yeah, <laughs> terrible. I, I didn't I watch it because, no. How do you even watch weird... it? It was on Wild well Presents Plus. Oh, still yeah, is, like everyone has that. Exactly. The song is I'm Still Standing by Elton John. What a phenomenal song choice. This uh, like this that. whole like we're gonna give them British men to lip sync for the crown is it's, yeah, it's a choice. Um, did we have like another audio and video issue? Like, why was it off again? Honestly, I think they I just I think they really rushed it. I really do. They had a panic and they're like, probably, okay, put it together. They probably mm-hmm. fired editors. Uh, in the in the in the break and <laughs> we're rushing with a team of like two people to put all this together and they yeah, didn't know was, how to do it it was not good i mean it, it made them look bad but it's not it wasn't their fault because clearly they Matt. were not bad i liked the moment that bimini just was like i'm gonna do this little leggy dance like they're all doing things, like, I gotta do something. yeah okay so lawrence went camp obviously right choice bimini took that train off and rolled in it and gave us some like angry performance um taste fucking buck wild taste does not stand when the lyric says i'm still standing but that's okay that's taste she can do whatever she wants um 
I really wish we only had two to focus on because there was a lot going on on that stage. They and the editors were like, blood. yeah, the editors were like, I don't know what we're showing, but here you go. Here's, here's moments. I always love when they do the, like, the, like shot of like a girl doing something like, like a big move or whatever. And then it cuts to Rue looking at someone else. Yeah. <laughs> the music break. Um, this is when we get taste twirling while Lawrence plays air guitar and Bimini does a Russian dance. Ex- try explaining that to a straight person. I don't know. I, I, I don't. The Why, Bimini? And it, he, and- was, it was honestly, the, my first thought was Bimini's been playing so much Just Dance because it's like rah, rah, Rasputin just like doing the kicks. I was like, <laughs> what's going on? Oh this my God. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a choice. Um, Scout, did you notice the House of Tea knee jump by Bimini? <laughs> I, I have laughed the, the, the second time she's done it on this show. I can't remember. I think she did it in the lip sync in the yeah, first she episode. Did. Yeah, she just like she does this like spinny move where she just decides to like ram her kneecaps into the stage as hard as she possibly can. Yeah, oh my yeah. God. And I'm just like, how do you stand up? That? <laughs> um. Based the on shot the lip- of her white like stockings just like bleeding <laughs> when she gets the stage. Based on lip sync alone, I could not tell you who won. The edit was so difficult to focus on, and because the audio was off, it was it was it was a hot mess. Dare I say it was hodgepodge? Oh my god! <laughs> but Rue has made her decision. The time has come to crown our queen. The UK's drag race superstar is Lawrence Cheney. I called it. Um, she just loves saying that name, and now it's cemented forever. Her, RuPaul saying Lawrence Cheney. It's done. It, it's going to be on every tape. Yeah. She's going to laugh mm-hmm. to it every time she hears it. Who's ready it's for the Purple that. Rain? <laughs> I'm here for it. Like I think I, love I it. like I think all the girls were really, really deserving. The top three were great. Any, I would have personally been happy with any of yep. them being crowned. Hundred percent. I think they would have mm-hmm. all been fantastic with it. And I think Lawrence is very, very deserving but, of it. But, but where was the crown? It was probably still being made. <laughs> yeah, sure, the probably. crown was not on that main stage. They, um, they didn't have the crown for the Vivian either. She just had the scepter. I thought it's because yeah. they've been doing too Wait, wait. Um, I know why this is. I think it was the season nine finale. Maybe. No, season 10 finale. I think when they. Uh, they like filmed a crowning for Eureka and the crown fell off of her head and they stopped <gasps> they stopped using the crowns for the crownings yeah yeah, yeah. I think it was season 10 uh, maybe Eureka or Cameron but one of them Eureka, they, like, Eureka done the fun filming, fucked up drag race the crown yeah. literally just like dunk, and so they just fully stopped using the crown nice. for like, filming which makes sense like you have no yeah. idea what wig the girl's gonna have you have no idea if like it's Sasha Valor it's just gonna pop over her head or <laughs> if it's Eureka it's gonna be ass loaf yeah you're right well, I have a couple burning questions to wrap this up. Did the right winner win? I think this would be a yes, no matter who won. I think this yeah, is such a strong season. Okay. okay. I think everyone's got obviously their opinions of like who they wanted to win. And obviously there's a huge argument going across Twitter and every possible social media right now. But at the end of the day, any one of them would yeah. have like easily worn the crown especially because it's not like for me i think it's one thing it's like bimini's platform moving forward was not dependent on winning this crown it would have been a nice it would have been a nice 
accolades. It would have been yeah. it's an accessory. All of the girls throughout this entire season, I think for season two in particular, like the girls have really made such an impact across like the communities from our country to like all over the world. Mm-hmm. So I don't like I think any of them like Bimini and Taste not getting the crown for it, like they're still gonna do fantastic. Yeah. Who was robbed more, Davina DeCampo or Bimini Bamboulash? If you if you're <laughs> gonna go by the numbers of like t- hashtag Team Bimini hashtag Team Davina, like Bimini was Bimini won in the like, landslide. Davina won last year the like retweets and everything, but this year like Bimini had more retweets and likes and everything than all the other girls combined. Like she was Bimini's following has just and bounds. She yeah. has more followers than the show itself. Like <laughs> in the sense of the hashtag team aspect, Bimini, hundred percent. But I think for just like for the actual show purposes, I still I say Davina. Oh, I, I agree. Davina. Oh, Davina was robbed. Mm-hmm. I think it's funny that the like quote unquote like whoever was robbed each season has like the exact same like Davina de Campo Bimini Bond Boulash like <laughs> don't have a long ass name that RuPaul has to say otherwise you're coming in second <laughs> that's fair that's fair what is Lawrence Cheney's legacy and where does she land in the pantheon of winners I mean she's the first like big girl to win right yeah that's the biggest that's like a, I was about to say that's the biggest point wow jokes <laughs> <laughs> No, I think, um, yeah, I agree to that. I think it's a big girl winning. She's going to do, like, she'll be great with the crown. Easily. I think another great thing, too, is that it was very much like, I. it wasn't even like when she got crowned, I was like, oh, the first big girl winner. Like, somebody pointed that out, and I was like, oh, that's cool. But, like, that's not what her thing is, right? Like, she is right. funny. She's very entertaining. She's very personable. Like, there, no one is going to, like, watch this show and be like, oh, I would be, like, scared to meet Lawrence or whatever. Everyone would literally be like, oh, I want to. I and, and again, I think that is a big reason why Lawrence won. Dawn mm-hmm. French pointed it out. Lawrence is an accessible queen. She is escapism to people. She is someone you go to see to escape from the world. And I think that's given- what Rue really related to. I'm not saying Bimini is not that kind of person, but Bimini doesn't give that kind of aura the way that Lawrence does. The power of the Vicar of Dibley. (laughs) I think as well. I think as well, Lawrence presented herself quite vulnerable as well. And like she does it even on her social media. And she is a like what you see is what you get. She is a Mm -hmm. very real queen and just real person at the end of the day. And I think a lot of people relate to her because of that. Yeah. Mm All stars. Who are the possibilities from this cast? I mean, Bimini and Taste, Bimini, Taste, and Horror. All three. Cherry. I mean, to be honest with you, it's pretty much the entire. I mean, I I think Tia Coffee will definitely be getting a phone call simply because of the way she narrated. And you want, you hope there is a glow up from Tia Coffee in an All Star season. Um, and I feel like. You're going to see, even though they've hashed it out in their besties now, I could see the show wanting to do like a Coco Alyssa moment with um, Ahura and Ellie. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, the way they talked about Ellie, they're waiting for her glow up. So when she's ready for an all-star season, she will be called. This cast is great. This cast is very, very strong. And there are going to be people, this, this is one, of, I think this is like the season five 
um, yeah. situation where you're going to have the majority of the cast on an all-star season at some point. I was going to say, I mean, this is going to be, four. I think all of them will probably be, I honestly, like, I do think almost all of the girls will probably be asked to go on to all-stars just because it's yeah. so strong. UK series, yeah. Drag Race UK, the same exact girls minus Lawrence. <laughs> UK series three has wrapped. What do you want to see on the next season? What do you not want to see? Hard uh, question. Oh, I mean, I would like to see less of drags or drag of Graham's awkward comments. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. That's valid. That's valid. Um, I mean, I, I want to said- see. Oh yeah. Well, as I said, like guest judge wise, I want to see steps. I want to see Nicola Coughlin um, or the entire cast of Dairy Girls that works. I want to see Carly's moving back to Australia. (laughs) I want to see more. I want to see like a lot more cities of the UK on this season. And I also I'm holding out for it. I'm really, really, really wanting to see an ASAP queen. I really, really, really want to see an ASAP queen. Yeah, I really do. And I think the UK is a good opportunity for it. We have some beautiful people for it. So I'm like, I'm hoping. Yeah. Um, maybe Rita Ora will show up this time. Oh, my God. <gasps> no. For those who don't know, um, Rita Ora was supposed to be the guest judge last week. She canceled. Okay. And that's why McKay was the quote unquote guest judge. So weird. It was so weird. Why did why did she fail? Do we know? I don't think anyone knows properly. I've not heard anything. I'm still convinced that she had a positive COVID test that she was not willing to disclose to the public. That's (laughs) possible. It's going to be fun. I'm I'm excited for UK Series Three. I think they are going to have a very tough time if they're going to do a girl group challenge because you, you you struck gold. You struck gold again. Third time's the charm. I don't know. I'm 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 nervous. Mm-hmm. Um. So that, but I'm looking forward to whatever that challenge will be. But yeah, I, I think a little bit of diversity will be um, necessary, especially with season thirteen giving us our first trans man. I think it's yeah. time to continue to build on what should have been built years ago. Let's evolve quickly. And there are also, I mean. There are spoilers out there of who is on this potential cast. There are a couple um, UK names that are not on that I would like to see against for season four. Um, What number one for me would be, I would really, really love. And I know she would not have been on this season because Veronica was on, but I would like to see Poppycock. I'd love to see Poppycock. Because Poppycock and Veronica are too similar and that would not have worked. But um, that's who I'd like to see. And I would like to see Donna Trump. Oh, oh I'd love to see Donna on it, honestly. The I so I've seen Donna perform and it was like the weirdest drag perform like drag situation I've ever been in, in that it was um the drag con when mm-hmm. the UK season one girls came over. I went to this like um Bombalicious, who's a DC girl. She had this like show in like in a someone's house in Brooklyn with Wang Newton. And like it was literally, we were like sitting on like shag carpets in someone's living room, and Donna like was one of the performers at this show, and it was the weirdest thing I have ever experienced as far as like a drag show, because it was just yeah. like 
midnight after DragCon in a house in Brooklyn <laughs> with like this British girl trying to talk to me. And I was just like, where the fuck am I? What am I doing? Yep. Yep. I, I remember. I, cause here, it, I, I remember that day because that's the day we went to Empan- Empanada Mamas and you and Seraphim had to leave and I paid uh, for the entire thing. Yes. <laughs> yes, it is. Yep. Thanks for the yep. empanadas. You're, you're welcome. Um, yeah, I, you know what, whatever happens for season four is going to be great. I think they've got the momentum for, and no, they got the momentum already. I think they're going to be able to surpass us unless us does some major, major changes. Well, no, I mean, season three and four, like it's just going to get better. Oh, I see what you mean. They're they're They are riding high on this drag Renaissance. I think they've got a very, They've got a lot to live up to. Definitely Absolutely. To to. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, where can we find you both on the social medias and, and the, the, the apps that send you money? I am, uh, my name is Scout Sonner. I'm on Instagram at Scout Sonner, uh, Scout, S-O-N-N-E-R. Same thing with Venmo, Cash App, all that. Um, yeah. Maybe a Twitch channel coming soon. Maybe start <laughs> streaming things soon. And maybe I'm getting a YouTube bored show at home. Well, I think the streaming is going to replace YouTube because there's no editing involved and it's just a lot less work. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Um, you can find me on pretty much like mainly, I mean, Instagram is always my main thing. You can find me on Twitter and also Instagram at Matty underscore Parks. You can find my photography at MTY Parks on Instagram as well. And you will see some of these queens. I'm going to say that. <laughs> Exciting. Ooh. Well, it was a pleasure chatting this wild finale with you both. Lovely as always. The biggest thanks to Maddie and Scout for coming on. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, or Stitcher, and leave us a review while you're there. If you have any questions or comments, drop me a line at theaterthenow.com via our question link. Like, listen, love. Until next time, I'm Michael Block, and that was Block Talk.